So this is episode eight, right? Episode eight. We are we are full on into the Re- Revenge of the Jedi. No, the the, the last, last of the Jedi. Jedi last, sorry, yes. ah, there's too many. There's too many Jedi's. Because there was Revenge of the Jedi, which was actually Return, Return of, the, of Jedi. the Jedi, and then you got uh, re- like Revenge of the Sith. And revenge of the nerds. Two... <laughs> nerds. So many people are getting revenge. In a world where laughter was king on the edge of space. Ludicrous speed! Go! We get together, have a few laughs. Masters of the universe! Really? Um, I haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds in a long time, but... It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, that's one of those movies that apparently is in our woke culture. Culture, in a woke culture. Yeah, that's one is like, not holding up so well. No, I think because um, the there's it well it boils down to the uh, there's a there's a there's a rape, essentially. Yeah, Lewis kind of rapes a person. Yeah, it's it's when I was like that's but not until after he sells pies, whipped cream pies yeah. with her like nude yeah body that they illegally recorded yes during a panty raid. I can see now why. Yes. But it's not necessarily a very not, woke movie. Not, not as woke. <laughs> but hey, it was 1984. You could, you could actively rape and... And then somehow the girl would like you because and then you she sex well. Like, whoa, you're good at rape. Let's do this. Because <laughs> you're a good raper. If you were bad at the sexing, then I, I like to say That's, sexing. I like that. It's like a gerund. It's like a gerund or a participle. I'll have to determine later. Partis- what part of- Dude, don't dangle your participle speed. here on the podcast. Right. Watch your the watch your partis- participle. The portion. This episode of <laughs> Cinemasters Universe is brought to you by Podcast Juice. Podcast Juice. Mm. Hey everybody, I'm Ron Avis. And I'm Doug Fisher. Adam Peterson. <laughs> For tax purposes, Adam Peterson. <laughs> Sorry. And we are, of course, Cinemasters. And we are in the Cinemaster universe. We are. Which is a, a, not necessarily the Marvel universe. No. We're a, in the podcasting version this, of yes, that. Yes, this is a different universe. And we are the Cinemasters of it. The Cinemasters universe. We got, you know what, we got it. We got such a great show. For we do. Our, for our listeners, plus Mitch. So prizes and giveaways <laughs> will not be a part of the show. No. Yes, thank you. God. They're not going to be. Immediately there. backpedaling. No. Like, what do you no. have, prizes? <laughs> A date with Adam here. Cash and prizes. <laughs> cash that prizes. That is a detriment. Uh, if you want a date No, with no, we don't have any cash prizes. No. Please don't promise that. I am broke. Uh, no, uh, we have we have Rad Dads, which was Rad the uh, end of last episode we talked yes. about. We got, uh, what, what are we doing at the end? We're doing What You Haven't we're, Seen That? What You Haven't Seen That. Yeah, we're doing What You Haven't Seen That. And then, of course, for the main event, we're doing uh, our top five. Foreign films. Top foreign films that we've seen. <laughs> That's what I'm prepared for. <laughs> Top, you... top black and white Netflix originals. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're doing the top list. five animated movies yes. of all time. And Ever. There's been a lot of animated movies, so I don't necessarily... Like, you know what? There probably will be a tad bit of overlap. There could be. I That's kind I... of been a theme of our show. Like, I predict overlap and then nothing happens. And then we're not overlapping. Not at all. So, we're... you know, I'm like, wow, geez, I thought we were, like, 
on the same level more, but we're not. Then we're the odd couple. We couldn't couple. be more different. We're the odd couple. <laughs> what are the odd couple guys' names? The TV ones or the Frisk? Movie? Frisk. No, that's not a name. <laughs> Frisk. I just, uh, Frisk and Earl, those are the odd couple guys. <laughs> that's it, right? Felix Unger and Oscar Madison. Okay, okay, that's what I said. Felix is very close to <laughs> Frisk. Frisk and Oscar. And, yes. Yeah, anyway, was... Felix. Felix. That's just another yeah. way to pronounce Frisk. It is. It is. But no, uh, we, we're going to start out with, um, hang on. I believe that's a Canadian pronunciation. It's, it's frisky. I, uh, I apologize, people, but here we go. No need to apologize. We're starting out with Rad Dads. Yes. And if you were listening last episode, and you better have, because Sorry, there, will be a te- Matlin. <laughs> there will be a test. She's deaf. I have done E.T., and Adam, you did? Uh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane <laughs> on ice. The kids loved it. It is kind of the Citizen Kane of kids' ice hockey movies. It was. It was the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the Mighty Ducks. Might be the might be the greatest movie of all time, I think. Actually, it. You know, I know you say that with without a hint of irony. No, I really don't. It's, <laughs> it's literally the greatest movie ever made. Just so you know his qualifications, he owns every Shaquille O'Neal movie. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> and the Punisher, the '89 version. Yeah, I do. I own that too. I own a lot of movies. <laughs> you have a lot, I got of, a lot movies. of movies. I've never seen The Punisher. Although for a buck, I would pick The Punisher up. It cost me more than a buck. Cost you more than a buck. It How cost much me more. Did it cost than... you. It cost me a little bit of money. A little I bit had... of money. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, I had to. A few, a, a pretty penny. It was an import, I think. I think it may have been an import. Oh, okay. So it was like a like a pal version. Uh, I, a pal yes. version, as they say. Pal. What's pal stand for? Please automate life. Pal. It's the robots are telling us what we should do. Pal! Pal. pal are you saying pal? Pal! pal? <laughs> are you saying pal? Or pal? No, but uh, I guess I'll start out first. Uh, I believe do it. you let off the last time. Uh, so, anyway, E.T. Um, Which controversially, for... for you, not a beloved movie. No. <clears throat> I think you're the only person on Earth who doesn't not just enjoy E.T., but treasure it. I would have taken a flamethrower to that E.T. alien. Be like, we're not doing tests. Somebody mop this up. I mean, he was just like a rubber poop monster. You know, you're watching that movie, and I'm watching the movie, and it's it's a it was a 4K version of E.T. I should have probably gotten the standard definition version because you really see his movement. And uh, and this is after Spielberg like meddled with it a little bit, where they took out the guns and they put in walkie talkies. Well, they, they shoot it, you with my walkie-talkie. Was it walkie-talkies or flashlights? I That's guess they something. always had the flashlights, but yeah, pretty much that version. But but not no, there might there might be a couple of different versions because I seem to remember seeing a version where you see ET running along a little uh, more naturally instead of just gliding. So maybe I didn't see the Lucas version of ET. Like, why did you Lucas cut ET, Stephen? Why? Don't. Don't. You're better than that. They're just gonna take Henry Thomas completely yeah. out. That I would watch it. You take, I tell you what, you take yeah. Henry Thomas, you take that stupid alien out of the movie, yeah. then I'll, maybe I'll watch it. Okay. Anyways, you, my my kids adored it. They loved it, and I mean, I, I knew they would. Allison, who's three, uh, was a little bit trepidatious when it came to ET. That's a good word there. Thank I you. like that. Thank you. 
That's that's what you call a ten cent word. That's the word of the day. Trepidatious. Trepidatious. <laughs> Bodega. Uh, <laughs> I want to get that. I wonder if I can pull that effect off. We could do that. It's it's really tricky. I don't know. I think you do it. Like a, with a Reese's Pieces. Yes. Going across. Ooh, that would be even better. Trepidatious. Anyway. So she watched the first part of the movie. The pretty much all the parts where it be, before it became clear that ET was friendly, because it's kind of creepy at first. You know, like there's all of the uh, fog, uh, and 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 it's very dark, darkly lit on purpose because you can't put a light on the ET monster. You can't no light owns, him very well. You no have to use all of the like movie. shadow techniques and fog you possibly can. Um, no, she was a little bit scared, but. It was cute because she she was the she was like Gertie's analog, um, very similar to Gertie in like the way she reacts. Uh, she she was it was cute because she was kind of watch like she started out. You know we have a very open uh, living room, kind of it's like you know it's it, it's the living room and it's the kitchen. It's all very open, and she was kind of watching the first like fifteen minutes from behind the kitchen counter. She scooted up closer. Uh, she was watching it behind the couch, like kind of next to me. And then by the time Gertie screamed and like realized that E.T. was cool, she was sitting in my lap and was like fully on board. I didn't, I was, I was really scrutinizing Henry Thomas's performance. As you should. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't. I don't understand so what your problem is with Henry everything, Thomas. Everything. Please explain to me why you hate I'm, Henry Thomas so much. I just. And in particular, this movie. It you know you've you've already sort of brought up Rob Riggle once, um, <laughs> yes I and did. And from that same movie, it's like you know man, this is great. Everyone seems to love this movie. You know this, everything's going off without a hitch. But there's just something about your face. You need to do something about it. I'm, I'm <laughs> but just, he looked like I'm going to rearrange it. It's it's fine. It doesn't matter. I just okay. I just that kid. He he was a bit whiny. I should have got the kid that played Bastion in uh, Neverending Story. I like that kid. Yeah, that well, that kid was in another '80s flick, wasn't he? he was in Daryl. He was in right? Daryl. Yes, he was in Daryl with a Y. Yeah, um, yeah, and I liked him in that too. And but I mean, that's kind of the thing. Like, I feel like really not a lot distinguishes Henry Thomas's '80s boy with a lot of other movies. He's just 80s a stupid boy. butt face. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Thomas is coming at us hard. Yeah, after Bring he's it, Henry. This. Bring <laughs> it, Bring it, Henry. Um, anywhere, anytime. Anywhere, anytime. Under my house. Yes. Bring it on. Under Where we have immaculate assembly. Immaculate. The best. Um, I, I I think part of it too is like 80s, um, 80s nostalgia is big in modern day movies. So you see all of the 80s stuff happening in this movie, even though for then, of course, it wasn't, you know, it was just 80s when it came out. Uh, if, you, if you're used to that aesthetic in a lot of movies, uh, it, it just you're, it's right there. Yep. So it's not it's not too weird to see like a rotary telephone, you know, like they're ordering a pizza on like an old style phone like that. Like, why aren't you pulling out your iPhone when you ordered that pizza? You had to call back. Why then. are you even speaking to a live person? You don't you could talk order to it people. through an application. So they don't they don't like find that so weird. Um, you know they 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 laughed at all the funny moments. They they got really sad when it looked like E. T. turned into a white dog turd. Yes. I hated that part of the movie. Why did they have to make him look like such a dog turd? Uh, because that, they just wanted to continue screwing up people's lives. 
<laughs> go if you don't know what I'm talking about, just like Google image search ET dying. ET white dog shit. <laughs> Google that. Oh, a thousand results right yeah. up top. Um, but you know, it, it was cute because Logan's similar. He's younger than Elliot in the movie, but he's not too far off from Elliot's age. Allison's a little bit younger than Gertie. And Drew Barrymore was such a cute little kid. Such a cute little kid. If you ever want to like just like the cutest little kids of all time in the 80s, Google uh, Drew Barrymore and Johnny Carson. She was quite precocious. Oh, precocious indeed. Another good word. She was the prototypical precocious this little is, girl. This is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> you have a PhD? Yes. Okay, for we have a podcasting PhD. Yes, right. And you have to speak so. like this. If That's what you do with a PhD. Let's go get our sweaters and, and, take, and tie it around our necks, around our, our, our collars. We can play squash. That's what... Uh, I sound less than like a sophisticated person and more like someone who had their, wire, their mouth wide shut. Yeah, it's, <laughs> My impression's getting worse. worse. It's getting more lockjaw. Yeah. I apologize. That's all right. I'm only like good it. at like Roger Rabbit. That's all I'm And Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> I like E.T. is really good. <laughs> I think you should just start doing the whole thing in Bobcat. I would love it. Hey, I'm... welcome to the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yes. That was terrible. Yes. That was no, awful. Was I'm not... most likely going to cut that out of the no. podcast. No. No. It's it's really bad. I'm gonna keep referring back to it throughout the podcast. So if you cut it out, people are like, "What is he even talking about?" Oh, you're gonna make it that hard for me to cut exactly. out. Remember that time you did Bobcat at the top? You're of the just podcast? gonna edit out me 45 times. Like, he's, <laughs> why are there so many edits on Adam? It's, it's not even gonna make any sense. Like, you're gonna be in the middle of like you're gonna be talking about like your number two pick and the for the top ten five, or top pick. five movies anime. You're just gonna drop it in. Man. Yeah, I'm just gonna damn mid sentence. I'm like, I'll, I'll be in the middle of describing movies. All right, you win. I'll keep it in as yes. much of the jackass as it makes me look like. Um, I just naturally come off like a jackass. <laughs> it's the backwards hat. Yep. It's totally this the back. jackass. <laughs> Normal guy, jackass. Yep. Okay, I but you know, so I, I was a rad dad for like ET extraterrestrial. My kids loved it. Uh, they, I, I could see them like definitely like requesting to watch it again. They'll never see it though, because it's not one of those movies that gets played a lot on cable or anything. I don't even remember what uh, like premium cable like like movie channel service carried ET. I don't even remember that. I just remember it not being out on video for a very long time, and then Sears of all places had this exclusive because you know how it used to be back in the day. Sears was a bastion. A bastion of... Uh, bastion from Never Ending Story? This is a different kind of bastion. It's a different kind of bastion, okay. Um, of uh, of uh, retail. It was a retail bastion. They were a retailing bastion who got a lot of exclusives to get you into the store, but but, but more so, you, you just didn't get a lot of, you know... Like video cassettes in 1983, you couldn't buy a video cassette. Like, in the mid to late 80s, Certain movies would they go on sale for like twenty four yeah. ninety five type you, prices. You had to tape a lot of stuff up. You did. You had to illegally tape a lot of things, and may, maybe perhaps it would play on broadcast TV. Like movies of the week used to be a big thing. Like yep. you never get those anymore. And those two part miniseries, like Sunday night, Monday night. You get like the first two hours of something. Oh, you mean like how it 
kind of yeah, like kind of like that. that. Then yeah. they had another one about a giant squid. I think William Peterson was in it. I don't remember the name of it. Of NCIS fame? No wait. Yes. Uh, C- CSI. CSI. I get all those guys. That's, all that's those all those acronyms letters. just completely mixed up. It's the same letters. It is kind of right. They just rearranged. Everybody them. New needs, show. Bam. Everybody needs letters to solve crime. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't need an abbreviation to solve crimes. I solve crimes with zero abbreviations. Full, full, every Everything. word you pronounce. All Everything. Completely. What would the name of your crime show be with all the words spelled, like, completely spoken out? Um, Adam's crime show of solving <laughs> crimes and making life amazing for non-criminals. <laughs> That would be a really tough one to like acronymate. Good. Accriminate? No. Incriminate. I don't know what that's completely. I've reversed. Like everything I got for trepidatious points were struck from my record. Those are, no, you get those points and they stay. Oh, they never leave? You build off those points. Okay, cool. It's like points in perpetuity? It's like, ooh. Perpetuity. There you go. Yes. Perspicacity. Perspicacity is, was he in the monkeys? Uh, That was Peter Tork. Oh. And Mickey Dolenz. Similar. And Davy Jones. Davy Jones. And Michael Nesmith. I thought he was in, like, uh, you know, it was the Pirates movie. He was also in those. Okay. Different guy, though. Oh, it Different was his locker, guy. though. Yes, this was, that, was, that was Bill Nighy. No, he was the squid squid face. Yeah. It's like the squid, squid puss full circle. thing going on there. With yeah. Um, never, look at, never look up those uh, click, clicky, like, those BuzzFeed articles that shows... You know, like what the movie actually looked like before they like, add special effects, because like that one in particular, like sucks. Disturbing. It's just like a mask, but like dots, dots. I guess, like to record his movements. Learning movie movie secrets. It's a waste Weird. of your time. It is. Because we've already wasted our time doing it. We're trying to save you time. Babe, wait! Babe! <laughs> babe, wait! Babe! 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 Babe, wait! Babe, no! Babe, no! Babe, no! There you go, folks. So great. The number one requested podcast sound effect. Yeah. For the Cinemasters. For all, from all of everyone. We get. For the eighth show in a row. We get scads. Scads of fan letters. Scads of fan letters. I'm going to have to look that word up, I'm afraid. Scads. Sounds disgusting. Scads of fan letters requesting that over and over. Just overfilling my mailbox. Yeah. Too much in the mail. I can't mail. even get to the front door. There's it's so many bags out. of fan mail with that particular so request. All made out by Mitch. People are sending us physical mail. They're <laughs> stamps and everything. Just gorgeously written calligraphy yes. letters on postcards from yep. Mitch. From Mitch. Please play Babe Wait No. Yep. Over and over and over. <laughs> All we're trying to say is, maybe you just probably imagined it. I couldn't have imagined it. Maybe it was a pervert or deformed kid or something. A deformed kid. Maybe uh, an elf or a leprechaun. It was nothing like that, penis breath, Elliot. Uh, without further ado, let, let's let's hear your uh, Mighty Ducks experience for Mad Dads. The Mighty Ducks. It 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 was it was a pretty huge success. I bet. Uh, because the Mighty Ducks is the single greatest movie of all time. It's bad news bears on ice. Uh, it, and the, the, the biggest difference, uh, Coach Gordon Bombay. Mm. Just, mm. just, uh, I just mean. Just like honey off the lips. Yeah. Just, oh my goodness. 
I mean, just everything about it. I mean, the kids, the kid, they're just a, they're a, they're a youthful bunch of rapscallions. Jo- uh wait, Lucas? No, uh, uh, one of the Dawson's Joshua, kids. Joshua Jackson. Thank you, thank you. Played Charlie. Yes. So if you're a Dawson's fan, or if you're a The Skulls fan, yeah, you would recognize uh, The Skulls. Him. Another great property. There were several of those movies. It was uh, it was originally intended to be the initial kickoff of the Marvel universe, even though it was not a Marvel property. That was the intention of the of the film. Thankfully, it was that was immediately struck down. That idea, but no. Anyways, yeah. So I, he's one of the. Who are some of the other kids? Like I, this is something I like to do. I'm like totally like screwing up your your head, dads. Kids who are in these movies that grow up to be like some somebody. Um, are there any other kids that grew up to be sort of stars? Eldon. <coughs> uh, what is it? Eldon. Can't remember his last name. He played. Uh, uh, he was in Daredevil, the the TV, the Netflix one. He oh. was foggy. Yes, I love yep. that. Yeah, he played the kid with the ki- the killer slap yes. shot. Who one, out, one out of five. One out of five. He could hit the goal. One out of five. <laughs> You're right. Yes, it's weird to see him as this like tough. Yes, because he, he kind of plays a little bit of a. He was a street tough. He was a street tough. One of those street so. toughs. Um, a '90s street tough. The kid that played Carp. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in the movie Heavyweights. Oh, now he's the kid that could shave as like a little like yeah. That was that was uh, that was Goldberg. It was the goalie. Oh, he okay, was okay, in okay. Heavyweights. They were both in heavyweights. He's dead, you know. Is he? <laughs> heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, that kid Tony died. Perkis. He lost a bunch of weight and then I think he died. Tony. Perkis. By the way, I should probably research these things no. a little bit better nope. before I just no. declare it. He is he's dead. living fine. He's well Goldberg and good. He dead. has a lovely family. But no, I think he's you know dead. My, my favorite line from. From heavyweights. What's that? Is uh, Lars um, when they're they're doing the little they're they're exercising outside. Yes. Doing a little back and forth. Ben Stiller. And he just goes, "I'm feeling skinny, Tony." I don't know. I don't know why. I just love that line. <laughs> That's a beautifully like that movie's so underrated. Oh, it really is. I love it's a that great movie. movie. It's awesome. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. So much. It's about a kid. It's about a fat camp. Fat camp. These kids get sent to a fat camp, and uh, it, initially they're man. We should have saved that for rad dads. Oh, Never mind. Yeah. Never we'll mind. Save that. Anyway, uh, you didn't hear any of that. Oh, I could have put my bobcat in there. Damn it. You could have. Heavyweights. <laughs> that was bad. That was weak sauce. <laughs> that was weak sauce. I love it. <laughs> I saved it with Roger Rabbit. Yes. Yes. Pee Wee Herman's gonna come later in the show. Oh, every time, every time. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm gonna pour to... those out. Was there? I said, I'm trying to think if there was anyone else in the film that went on to any measure of success. Um, but that's pretty good. That's that's yes. a solid. You know, most of the time, those kids either stop acting almost immediately. Yeah. Or they are in pornos. That. Later, once they're of, of age. Yeah, no, no, not, not like right not after. Not right after. But, but generally pornos, you know, with Screech and all those. Or like oh, in, yeah. They end up in jail. Dustin Diamond. Or they become attorneys. One of those things, always, every time. Every time, without fail. Money in the bank. You can, you can take that to the bank. You can take and, that to the bank and... And put, put it in the bank. Then it would be money in the bank. It'll accrue interest. A small and, amount. Very... <laughs> 
a very small amount. And after 30, 40 years, you could have made five bucks. Yes. If you got a certificate of deposit. A CD. My... A CD. <laughs> a CD. This is where we... This you is worked the, at a bank. Let's This let's is the hear, financial let's, let's, yeah. investing portion of our... I love program. how we like sneak in the actual topic, well, like yeah. what type of podcast. Roth IRAs. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we've tricked you with the news <laughs> of a movie podcast. Welcome to investing. For morons, because... Oh, I need help. Uh, That's for me. Here's what you take all of your money and put it into the Acme Company. Bridges in Florida. They make they make a lot of the products that I use. Oh, I love I love Acme. Acme's great. Their anvils are the best. When, when you need to, like when you go and you go to the mailbox, and then you put, put something to Acme in the mailbox, and the little guy on the scooter comes up immediately... <laughs> Like that's what Jeff package Bezos, for Mr. Peterson. That's what Jeff Bezos is trying to get to. He's got two day shipping is right now. Is that what he's leading up to? He's leading up to this. The guy on the scooter comes directly to you right after you put it in the mailbox. I would love that so much. That's that's better than Amazon Prime. Have, I don't even know what that is. That's Amazon Primo. Ooh, nice. Prime. It's, they changed the vowel at the end from an E to an O. Primo. And then you get the guy on the scooter comes. I feel directly. like Primo was a missed opportunity. Like that should have been Primo all along. They could. They, I mean. Jeff Bezos, if you're looking for great ideas. Guaranteed 15 minutes. I got, Package I got, for Mr. Ravis. I got a lot of ideas. You do. You have a, you have a, you have a very uh, savvy business acumen for a guy who sits on a couch talking about movies. Yeah. For a guy talking about the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. The greatest movie the of all time. The Flying V. Arguably the greatest maneuver of all time. Yes. The Flying V is the greatest sports maneuver of all time. That really is a great moment. In the oh movie. my goodness! It, I mean, when when that happens, I was just like, you just lose it. It's the flying V. Anytime a like some sort of dramatic crescendo of an event happens, whether it be a children's hockey match or the end of Avengers, I I wait for the V. Like it would have, how great would have it had been if instead of on your left. They all just converged into a V and went yeah. straight at it. Cap just heard, flying v. 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 Everybody just gets in line. <laughs> Gordon Bombay comes through the like little portal. That would be fantastic. They I, screwed it oh up. Oh my gosh. Petition. Let's do a petition. That's Apparently that's how we do everything now. I think so, yeah. Just start a petition. I don't like something. I will do a petition so that we can get ever like, okay, you got 500,000 people. We're talking about Game of Thrones here for a second. Tangent. Tangent. Mm, wonderful mm. tangents. So juicy. Uh, yeah, you just get 500,000 people to redo the season because that's what HBO would obviously do. They would take the opinions of 500,000 nerds and they would just wipe that whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing conservatively $2 trillion to make season eight. I think it was actually four. Closer to four. Four trillion dollars, yeah. Um, From all and, the financial publications and periodicals that I read. You would know. I would know. You would know. Bank man. Savvy business acumen. Money man. Savvy business acumen. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Savvy business acumen! <laughs> it's just one of my things. Yeah. No, but like what? Okay, so like you get the five, like those five hundred thousand people. Are they gonna have a meeting or something and try to can come together? Like this is what I want. I would like. I would. I would like to see that. I would not like to be at that meeting. 
I would love to poke holes in my unless it's in every a, single suggestion. It, unless it's in a very well ventilated, a well ventilated venue, because I feel like a lot of these people are internet troll kind of people. And oh yeah, oh yeah, Reddit people, yeah. people of Reddit, the redditors, the Reddit, the Reddit army yeah. of just nerds. nerds, nerds in mothers' basements here coming at you. Yep. Uh, but no, back to Mighty Ducks. I, I you, you were very like kind, and you just let me talk ET. Like I've cut you off thirteen times. The, no, this is the magic of what we do here. Because <laughs> I'm almost out of podcast juice. You'll have to get another one. Mm. No, but what, what did your kids like most about Mighty Ducks? <clears throat> um, they, I think they enjoyed the general disregard for rules and regulations that mm. the uh, the kids had. Kids enjoy that. Yeah. Um, it's they they we have a very strong attachment to the Sandlot, so this was this oh was like God. The I can't wait to show my kid the Sandlot. Um, yeah, um, we're 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 big on the Sandlot in my house, and so this is this is like baseball was a passion of mine was like when I was a kid, still is. Yep. Hockey, um, I don't watch anywhere near as much hockey or participate nah. in hockey activities as much as I used to when I was a, a youth growing up in the state of Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Did so, you have? A, did everyone have a pond in their backyard? That would there's. It's the land of ten thousand lakes. Oh yes, one lake for every family. Yep. Two lakes for every family. Yeah, because there's, and you can go fishing whenever, summer, winter. Just cast your line. Because really, I mean, there's what it, the seasons in Minnesota are: um, early winter, winter, late winter, and that day that was warm, <laughs> followed by. Winter. Back to early winter. Back to early winter. I can understand that. Yes. So it's fine, but uh, I, the uh, I'm I'm anticipating. I, I'm I'm excited to show them the second one. We probably won't get to the third one because it's there's no use for it. No, go- no Bombay, right? No, I mean he's in it briefly at the beginning. Oh. But he turns the reins over to the high, the uh, the the coach of the the team there. It's like it's a it's a real brief thing. Mm. I was like, now nah, if you're not if Bombay is not here. These aren't the ducks. I would watch it if Rodney Dangerfield were the person that he like were to hand the whistle. Like to. in Ladybugs. I love Ladybugs. <laughs> and soccer Brandis. is just really hockey on land. It is. Well, I mean, ice is land too. I guess kind of. They're on, both solids. It's dirt hockey. Dirt people. hockey. I'm gonna coin That's that phrase. Dirt hockey. Who wants to play some dirt hockey? I mean soccer. soccer. I mean football. Football. Footyball. You know that uh, Jonathan Brandis was in. Ladybugs. He's dead too. He committed suicide. Oh, God. (laughs) I need to get a Debbie Downer sound effect immediately with all these deaths. How many people died that you didn't know? How many beloved, fondly remembered childhood heroes of yours? He was in that movie Sidekicks as well. With Chuck Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. I liked the kid. And And he was in Sequest. 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 Emphasis on the quest. (laughs) For sure. Just happened to be in the sea. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta do that emphasis on the quest. quest. Did it's, that have Roy Scheider in it as it well? It did. It absolutely did. And uh, I'm he sure just he can't was can't stay like, away from the water. I know. I know. They just He's kept casting him to the stuff. ocean. Get away from the ocean. No, but it was, it was you know, Star Trek Underwater. That's all it was. I didn't much watch it. And from all accounts, it was a good show, but I didn't watch it either. Until probably he, why it didn't. It got canceled. After probably once seasons. he murdered himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that show. I never watched it. Canceled. Yeah. Once the kid killed himself, it's kind of like, it's kind of a downer. Yeah, I didn't want to go back and watch that. You know what? Will Wheaton. 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 He never killed himself. No, he didn't. Those those next generations, 
imminently rewatchable yeah. because of that. Thanks, Will there. Wheaton. Thank you for not killing yourself, Will Wheaton. We definitely appreciate it. We're you very anti killing yourself on the show. We really are. We really are. It, if sometimes we don't act it, we are. We we're just kids. Just, don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. <laughs> don't. That's the message here. Do don't. not. Not to the negative. Not emphasis on the do not. Do not. Wait, I should have not. Anyway, not knotted pretzels. Mm. Okay, so that that was our rad dads. I that guess. was rad dads. There's really no need to we belabor the point dads. that Mighty Ducks was one of the greatest movies of all time. Not just sports movies, movies. Just movies in general. Step aside, Citizen King. Yeah. So what do we do now, coach? What did your old coach have you do? He just yelled a lot. Yeah, yeah that's how he hurt his arm. His arm? Yeah, yeah women is he's yelling at us. You little bastards, we're going to play. Oh, you suck, you skate, you little basket. Heart attack. All right, so that means it's time for the main event. The main event. <laughs> Who is that man? That's Michael Buffer. Oh, Michael Buffer. Let's get ready to. Oh, people, we have the main event for you this time around. It is the top five animated movies of all time, all time. according to Adam and Ron, yes. Cinemasters. And we're the Cinemasters, so. That's all that matters. TM that, everybody. I gotta fade it out so we don't get a copyright strike. <laughs> it's like my whole my whole life is avoiding copyright strikes. I'll take all the copyright Go rash strikes. It out. You got. 14 seconds, not 15 seconds. Give me all the copyright strikes you got. But no, now I can I can actually start referencing my notes. Ooh, get to notes. Notes. Diddly diddly dee. Notes. Notes. <laughs> Show notes. Show notes is a good one. You gotta have a couple syllables in there. You can't just say show one. Notes. You can't bring it with one syllable. What's show notes would be great on a t-shirt too. Shout out. Show notes. Show notes. And then you have like a, a, a piece of paper with different mm -hmm. things written on it, like mm -hmm. strike throughs. Mm -hmm. See, we don't actually memorize everything. Now you no. did it, you've done that in the last couple shows. I, I've done a I I, and I, I can, can't believe it. I could shoot from the hip sometimes too. That's a cowboy thing, I think. They I don't know a lot about cowboys. I thought it was a pirate thing. It could be a pirate thing. Arr. If you are of a profession where you are carrying a, a pistol on your hip, I think that you can shoot Anything from, that you can shoot. It's just out of the holster and shoot from the hip. And you have it on your hip. Because like if you These were... These are the two requirements. If you were bullet and you had like the, you know, the, uh, the, the here holster. I don't know what this is. <laughs> this the 70s here. cop show yeah, holster? The, yeah. The breast... I'm gonna call it the breast that's fine. holster. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna say that that's what it's called. And um, as per the the movie uh, Zodiac, mm. Bullet got that from uh, Detective David Toski from the San Francisco PD. He He's okay, dead. so that that He's is dead. actually art imitating life. Exactly. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. See, that's why you tune in any time, like Zodiac trivia. Nuggets of wisdom. Ooh. Well, that'd be another good t-shirt. Nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> Show notes, nuggets of wisdom. I want to make note of some of these things. These are great t-shirt ideas We're going to be so rich. Yes. We can stop doing the podcast after 10 shows. Get rich off of our t-shirts, bumper stickers, coffee mugs, you know, you name it. Paraphernalia. Ooh, paraphernalia. I like that. That's like trepidatious. So here's how we'll do it. We'll, we'll go backwards, five to one. Um, and 
I, I'm already going to feel a bit guilty. These, these lists are tricky because um, how do you put your list together? Do you do the objective top five or the subjective top five? I wrote down, these are all the movies from like the four different major studios that I would say. Oh, I, you have it parsed out by a studio? I, I went by, you know, because Disney is, I mean, they owned the game for the long time. For the many, many times. years, yes. And then Sony came into the mix, Illumination, DreamWorks. Illumination! So, DreamWorks, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> there's, I mean, there's a, I mean, like, you know, I know. Uh, and then you got your, like, Don Bluths. I was Don Bluth. Who uh, challenged Disney hard up, like, just Rock a doodle. Uh, no, I was thinking, like, Secret of Nine. I was thinking Rock a doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that one of the movies that bankrupted them? Or was that Anastasia? Actually, that was probably a pretty good hit for them. I Rock a doodle was theaters. great. Do you stop it with Rocket Doodle? <laughs> Chanticleer, the the rooster. What what was the uh, Rod, speaking of Rodney Dangerfield, the Rover, Rover Dangerfield. Dangerfield? Yes. Oh, that was a Don Bluth joint. Um, no, but but most of my movies are probably going to be in the Disney realm. If you are the type of person that really enjoys uh, like you know like anime. Or uh, like you know, was studio was Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. 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 I don't know what it is. I don't watch those. Yeah, like what? So I was I was My listening to a podcast. Well, I haven't actually listened to it yet, but one of the it's a podcast that I listen to quite frequently. One of their topics coming up is uh, what is it? Uh, Totoro. Uh, My neighbor Totoro. My neighbor Totoro, and that's a movie that I hear is great all the time. But I I just don't have a palate for. I don't care. You you know the Ghibli movies. No. Ghibli or Ghibli? Either one. Jibbles and bits. Jibbles and bits. That's another great. <laughs> I've offended so many fans fine. just now. So I'm, I'm going to say up front that I don't have any of those movies. No. Uh, this is this is pretty much all lo- like U.S. movies. And Go America! Oh, Team America! America! Fuck yeah! Coming is. again to save the... Yeah. Why did I censor myself at that point? I don't know. You went, you went hard on the first one and then just, it's like, <laughs> it's like you kind of backtracked a little bit. Like, oh, I was like, oh, my mom might be listening. It's terrible. Um, so, yeah, my, my movie's pretty. I didn't write dates down. Did you write dates down? I didn't down? write dates down. Okay, I have okay. kind of approximate, like, when some of the stuff came out. I mean, some of them are fairly recent. We have not shared each other's picks, but you no. did say that you only had a couple pre 2000 movies. Yeah, I have two movies prior to 2000. I only had one, and I feel really bad about it. But, you know, without further ado, you start out with number five. And, number five. Yeah. This And this is one I picked. This is a hard one for me to pick because um, I have several honorable mentions. I even have little things next to them that say HM for honorable mention. I, yeah, we'll 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 do we'll we'll knock out a few honorable mentions, I think. But I, I had I had several honorable mentions that this one beat out. Five's not uh, that many. No, it's not. In the when you're considering all the animated movies that have ever been made. In the history. And there's a lot of them. For sure. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um but my my number five, um, I I went with not because it's a personal favorite of mine, yeah, but I feel like um it was, I don't, I don't know if it was the first, I don't know, but I would definitely classify it as kind of a pioneer in the animated movie that is um, appealing to kids yep. and is simultaneously entertaining to adults. Mm, okay. And so I went with Shrek. That's a good choice. Um, 
I thought really long and hard about putting Shrek up there because it was one of those movies that appealed to both older uh, fans and younger fans. Like, they could appreciate the jokes about barf and puke. Yes. Uh, the older fans could appreciate jokes about, you know, boners. There's, there were probably a boner. There's a lot of those in Shrek. A lot of boners. <laughs> like, I mean, the whole third act I think, is really just nothing but boner jokes. It's a big Viagra joke, you know? <laughs> um, but I like, I, I liked, um, I like kind of the little when they when they show up at uh, what was the place that Farquad ran his little city, uh, whatever it was, and they oh yeah I remember the little <laughs> Disneyland little, attraction thing that yeah they have that thing that plays and they're like and they they had a little tongue in cheek joke in there that as as an adult watching I was like ah oh, that's and like it it felt like one of the first movies that really catered in that way because it's I think and it was one of the early ones for DreamWorks. Yep. Uh, definitely a flagship um, entity for them. Four Shrek movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's 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 been uh, and, the, and the sequels were all pretty solid. I liked I them mean, all. They were all pretty good. Movies. I thought the fourth one in particular was strong. I, yeah. I didn't love the third one. You know, the first one is the best. Yes. Second one is good. It's definitely fun. Third one, I felt like oh they should end it here. Yeah. And then they did the fourth one, and I was like okay they did a good job. Yeah. The, this is good. This is it fun. was, and and that was and that was why because that was the one with uh, uh, Rumble Stiltskin. Rumble Stiltskin. Yeah, it was really good. Um, they read your mind there. Cinemaster. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's a fu- that's a fun series because they take all of those uh, fairy tale characters. Fairy tales. Uh, but they don't just go with the um, fairy tale. Well, a lot of old Disney movies are just yep. old fairy tale movies, old grim tales. Yep. You know, just just sanitized for children, but they but they they kind of have fun with the Disney movies as well as the you know Hansel and Gretel type stuff. Plus, um, one of the added bonuses is you get Smash Mouth with Shrek. Mm. Hey, now I'm an all star. So you get some Smash Mouth in there while you're watching Shrek. I think they did that. Too. Elevates every movie. What, what was the, um, the the monkey song that they did? Uh, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Yeah. I believe. I believe. I believe. Yes. <laughs> With Donkey, I love Eddie Murphy doing that. I mean, it, there, there's no difference whatsoever between Donkey and the Dragon from Mulan. They're the same exact character. Mushu. Mushu, yeah. Uh, but I I love him. I I think he's just the best. That is the if Eddie Murphy wants to do movies that are like cool for his kids, he should just do voice and, yeah. work. Animated stuff would be good for him. He's awesome. His it. live action. I mean, Daddy Daycare was kind of okay, but take your the word. Rest. I mean, Haunted Mansion. That I was so it. I was so disappointed in Haunted Mansion, especially after Pirates of the Caribbean came out, and then Haunted, Haunted Mansion came out, which I was like, oh, this would be cool. We should all be worried like, about the Jungle Cruise movie. <laughs> I'm, a lot. I'm, it's The Rock, so you know you got that going. I, for you. It does. It does have that going for but it. But movies nice. based on on like on theme rides. park attraction rides, like, rides, a dark ride. <laughs> At least the Jungle Boat. What's it called? I think Jungle Cruise. I think jungle Cruise. Jungle yeah. Cruise. They're, they, it's known for the humor of the of the uh, tugboat. Captain. It'll be totally different than Jumanji, where the Rock is in the jungle. Ooh. It's a totally different concept. Well, that movie worked out, so why not put ro- the rock on a boat? Just keep putting the rock in the jungle and see what happens. <laughs> Just keep dropping him in I the jungle and print the money. I love that we're back to calling it the jungle because for, for the longest time we didn't, like, when I was a kid I had to color in the crayon box jungle green. Mm. And that was not there anymore. 
the no one calls it the jungle. It was the rainforest. Oh, I was going to say, what are the they calling it now? The rainforest green? Everything was the rainforest. That's pussy right there. And I was like, I like the jungle. I'm, I'm all about... I, like, I want to run through the jungle. Yeah. That's how you do it, man. Yeah. It's... I don't know. It's... I blame the millennials. No, I do too. <laughs> Damn kids. <laughs> Damn millennials. Get off my lawn. They, they're bringing... They brought vinyl back, though. So good for you, millennials. You can buy a record again. You I mean, can. You never really could... Never I don't have a record the, player. You know, I don't either. But I just want to buy a few... I want tapes new, to come back. No. What cassette tapes? I I love I love the the mile long foldouts you yes. could get that had all the lyrics. I miss the lyrics, but you know you they have, have the online. internet now. If yeah, you you're online, right. You it's way more lyrics. convenient now. The internet's just made everything so convenient. I but I like doing things in an antiquated way. I do too. I want to bring rotary phones back. Now. I I write the airline for tickets. <laughs> if I'm gonna fly somewhere, I write them a letter. <laughs> I'm gonna write now after the show. Find, see if I could find an app on your phone that, that like lets you dial with a rotary. That that, that's got to be a thing, that's right? That's got to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. I'm writing it. Uh, but no, uh, Shrek. Shrek. DreamWorks' flagship movie. Yep. Um, it was, wasn't their first, but it was, well, it, was one of the, it was one of the first. But it was really like they put their... They yeah, put, what was DreamWorks' first animated movie? I should have made note when I was looking at it. Because, you know, DreamWorks is a studio that didn't just make animated no. movies. The the they had uh, they only had like two or three before Shrek, yeah. um, so uh, Shrek was like their first big one I think that they did. Did Monster House come through Dream? Well, that would have been after Shrek anyway. Mm, I don't remember who did Monster House. Challenge us. Let us know what DreamWorks movies came out first. I can't remember. I feel like Shrek was like. I, it. Could, I could look it up. No, I don't do that. <laughs> Screw that. I have the internet here. I don't think that's necessary. I think we should just commit to it and make it sound like we know what we're talking about. That's fine. And the people won't question it. I do know it. what I'm talking about. If you want to question it, I'll hit it you was in the, the face third the DreamWorks bat. film. Don't look us it's up. the first one. You're correct. Who'd want to live in a place like that? That would be my home. Oh, and it is lovely. Just beautiful. You know, you are quite a decorator. It's amazing what you've done with such a modest budget. I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder. Um, okay, so I'll All just right. move over to my number five. Yes, number five. Man, they, you know, kind of like how the Shrek movies get a bad rep, even though they made three sequels. So obviously people liked the movies. They did. Um, this is another series that I think has probably gotten worse with each sequel, but the original movie I just love so much. And I, I have several Pixar movies on my list. This is the first Pixar movie, and oh. that's Cars. I, w- I was thinking, until you said Pixar, I was thinking you were going with The Hunchback of Notre Dame. That's not true. Yeah, that's when you said Pixar, I was like, oh, it's not oh, okay. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, because of that, that all of the sequels, the sequels at The are, Hunchback of Notre Dame. They're just not as good as the, the first. The first Hunchback was good, but like Hunchback 7 was a bit much. It was over the top. It was a bit much. And then you're, you're just squeezing it. Hunchback eight, Notre Dame is on fire. Ooh, topical. Ooh, hmm, that just happened. That just <laughs> it happened. did I'm catch keeping on. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. That's another good t- t- t-shirt idea. Keeping, keeping it fresh. fresh. Wait, that's probably a thing already. Probably isn't it? is. That's but like I, a cereal slogan, I guess. It's, no, we're it's, gonna. I'm gonna find a way that it's we a can, vagina slogan. Never mind. That's not ours now. <laughs> we're not using that. But, I was going to put Keeping It Fresh on Douche the list. Nation. <laughs> Douche Nation. 
Crazy Ira oh, the douche. How many times can I the offend douche. our audience? Uh, anyway. Uh, you and I are our, our audience. And Joel. And Joel. Is Joel actually listening? Joel listens. Thanks for listening, Joel. And Matt. Thanks for watching. Calling out some of our, our, our listeners. And, Mitch, and Joel, Mitch, Matt. Joel, Matt. And, and, and the girls. And the, the and, girls. And the girls. We'll just like say. Dr. T and the women. <laughs> we have Ted listeners. We have a good time. Yes. Um, we but, do. But, you know, cars, I, I really, really, really enjoy a fish out of water story, which is all cars is, really. Yes. Lightning McQueen, big city slicker, gets a bit, you know, gets into a bit of hot water in a country town. Um, and, you know, it's. I, I remember thinking, I'm not a Larry the Cable Guy fan. I found him really obnoxious and not funny. He's an acquired taste. He is an acquired taste. Like white dog turds. Yes. Like Henry Thomas. Very much an acquired but, taste. Why did I just group all three of those guys? Because you're right. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy, white dog turds, and Henry Thomas. But yeah, no, he's the get her done guy. And, and he, I, I think he might, he may say get her done at the very end of the movie, which is probably why I like that. But Mater is a really endearing, likable, uh, dare I say, lovable character. And, and the relationship, like, I love Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah, I wish I, I could love do. I Owen Wilson. Like, wow. I wow. wish I could do an Owen Wilson. <laughs> he's the best. And I, that's, he's kind of become my quintessential Owen Wilson performance is Lightning McQueen. And a part of it, too, could be because, like, Logan's favorite thing for a long time was Lightning McQueen. Like, he had all the toys, he slept in a Lightning McQueen bed. And when I first saw that movie, I think it came out in like 2007 was kind of a, a real rough patch in my life. So I remember like having a difficult day at work, checking out, driving to the movie theater, and like, what's playing? I saw Over the Hedge, which is fun, and then I saw uh, Cars. Cars. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a John Lasseter movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's one of the original John Lasseter uh, flicks from Pixar. Uh, I'm trying to think, what came just before that? Was it Bugs? A Bug's Life. Was it A Bug's Life? Or was there some stuff? Well, maybe Monsters, Inc. came. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's weird because there's three of them now. Yeah. And I hate the second Cars movie. Like, it's enjoyable for kids. <sighs> so, like, I appreciate it for that reason. It was just, it was a very odd direction to take it. It was like, all of a sudden, you're going to interject James Bond into the Cars franchise. And it was just, it was... A weird direction, like, because the first one was, was was like kind of overcoming adversity, learning things, you know, becoming a better person, and the third one is kind of in a similar vein as as that. I mean, like, there's, there's a lot of heart in the yeah, first there's, one. There's you know the, the small town yeah. who gets overlooked because of the the super highway or whatever. And Cheech right? Marin is in it. Yeah, he's in Slow and Low. Um, Wanda Sykes, I think, is maybe no. No, 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 Wanda Sykes. Bonnie was, Hunt is. Bonnie Tony Hunt was Shalou. great. I really appreciated the tramp stamp bit from, <laughs> like, wow, they actually had a tramp stamp reference in a kid's movie. Fantastic. It's a bit of a DreamWorks move, but hey, you wouldn't expect that from Disney-esque movie. Um, but yeah, in the second one, they took, uh, it was all about Mater. Yeah. It was just the Mater movie. They should have just called it Cars, colon, the Mater movie. and With Michael Caine. And I love Michael Caine. He's the best. But it was just weird. It was like, he's a spy car that shoots guns. Yeah. It, it felt like an episode of something you'd see in the afternoon. 
you know, like that could have been like a five part mini series that they would see on the Disney Channel. It was high quality, but it was just this. The first one was like, you know, you got um, you got. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, uh, salad dressing guy. Oh, um, Paul. <laughs> Paul Newman. Newman. Paul Newman is just he's so friggin' like just he just oozes charm and. I love that. It's like everything about the small town. Big big city kid goes to the small town. You've seen it in millions and millions of stories. It's nothing original. But I'm a sucker for it every single time. I even enjoyed Sweet Home Alabama. And I should hate Sweet Home Alabama. Joshua Lucas. He was in that? Yeah, he was the he was the hometown guy. So Patrick was, Dempsey was the, the He was the city he was slicker. the big city slicker. And uh Ethan Emery. Yes. Was in that as well. I, I, but I like that movie. I thought that was a cute movie. It, I, it's everything that I would rally against. Like, Ooh, I don't want to see that crap. But it was that familiar, like, big city. Like, you know, she she was the big city slicker who was from the small town. Anyway, That's I'm going off on a... City Slickers, too. Yeah. Not like, a, a city Slickers, too. Not City Slickers, also. I was talking about the, the Legend of Curly's Gold. The Legend of Curly's Gold. I want to go directly to that one. I can't one. believe they made a second City Slickers It was great. Movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And they found a way to bring it. I like that Jack. Norman made a return. The calf was now a cow. Yeah. Hello. 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 Um, you know, Cars, I, it's hard to defend now. I thought the third one was actually decent. The third one was good. I liked, I liked it. 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 It was a little bit of a heart, too. Like, I like my Pixar movies with heart. That's why I like Pixar movies. The second one was just like big fat cash grab. It was very, it was like an outlier of a Pixar yeah. movie. It's like, I can't believe they made this movie. It does not seem like this is like they outsourced it. Like, you know, not made by Because there were, there were bad guys. They're not usually bad guys. I mean, sometimes there's bad guys, but like the like these. This was, I mean, like if you really think about it, the the cars were blowing up, like cars were mm. dying. Yeah, yeah. Nefarious. Just not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. But anyways, Cars was my number five pick. Come at me if the, your favorite movie didn't get selected because I put Cars. And I'm the guy who put Aquaman at face. number ten. Fish man. Fish boy. Fish boy can't even get a man. No. Tractors is so dumb. I'll tell you what, buddy, it don't get much better than this. Yep, you're living the dream, Mater Boy. Adam, what's your number four? Number four. All right, this is one of my best ones. animated movie of all time. This is, and this one, <clears throat> this one is, uh, it's uh, kind of, I, I like, I go back, and uh, this one came out, this one did come out in 1981. Ooh. Uh, uh, and I came out in 1983. You came um, out in 1983. So this was two years ago. I love that that's your theatrical yeah, release date. I was theatrically released in February of 1983. Um, but Return the, of the Jedi. Yes. Did you come before or after Jedi? I came before. Excellent. Yes. Okay. I was I was in time. Diddly diddly dee before Jedi. <laughs> I was there for the Ewoks. Perfect. Um, Just perfect I could have been one of the baby Ewoks. You could Just have glue some hair to me as a baby. Yep, yep. Uh, but my number four is the Fox and the Hound. Oh, it's a, one of those. It's a very, it's a very sentimental. It's one when I was a kid, watched it a lot. Um, so yeah, you got Kurt Russell, you got your uh, uh, Corey Feldman, Corey Feldman, and uh, who who played the other kid? I don't know if that kid was turned out to be anybody famous. Probably not. I love that movie. That is a really cute movie. It was. It's it's a fun. It's 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 uh, you know that was back when. When Disney was making really sad stories, that might have been one of the last old men story like films. Yeah, 
the the famous old men who were like the you know the Disney disciples, yeah. Disney's guys. Yep. And that was probably th- this is around the time that Disney was. It, this was just as because Don Bluth worked on Fox and the Hound. I think he made most of it, and then he left while it before it even released. Yep. So th- this is probably the last you know big Disney animated hit. Like they came back obviously with a, yeah. with a vengeance. Uh, but they really kind of struggled after yeah. Fox and the Hound. So yeah, so why why was uh, Fox and the Hound other than it being like a movie that was probably <clears throat> out when you were little? It was uh, yeah, it was it was one I I, uh, I just have I have a lot of memories watching it over and over and over. It was one of those yeah. and one of those movies I think that got associated with me, like yeah. just within the family. Like I, I remember one one year I think it was for my birthday. I, my my uh, my mom when it was re released on DVD, my mom got me a copy of it. Um, so it was one of those it had had very. So you probably saw that when you were little, like okay, so they they every seven years is kind of how Disney would do. Yeah. So if it came out in eighty one, you would have seen it in eighty eight, uh, perhaps. Prob- probably as a five year old. Um, and um, my um, my mom's side of the family, like we're big 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 Disney um, fans. Oh yeah. Um, very very strong Disney blood running through the if veins. If you if you're opposed to Disney, fuck you. Exactly. That is that is. <laughs> We have released that statement publicly. <laughs> it's a bumper sticker on my yeah. car. That's a t-shirt right there. Yeah, if you don't like not... Disney, then fuck you. Isn't that like also like a Ricky, Bo- Ricky Bobby quote? But it's like instead of Disney, it's Big Red uh, chewing gum. It was, it was uh, yes, I believe it was. <laughs> I believe that's true. I don't know if I'm going to have to like beep bleep myself out or should I just go full on like Eddie Murphy <laughs> raw? <laughs> Only if you're going to wear that outfit. Did you wear the Eddie Murphy raw outfit? The purple leather outfit. Oh my god, so good. You know I've got that hanging. It's in the dry cleaning right now. Yeah. Do you dry clean a leather outfit? What do you do with a leather outfit? You smack it. Just you (laughs) You hang it up. Beat it up against. You just beat it with a with a stick. Yep. With a with a racket. Yep. Anyway, uh, Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound. It's overcoming adversity. You know, there's a there's there's a hound and a fox aptly applied in the movie it's kind of um a racism allegory it is if you think about it it's like oh as youngsters yeah they're free to intermingle yeah and once they get older and that supposedly become more enlightened more educated yeah uh, to to the ways of the world yeah then they find out wait a minute we're we're on opposite sides yeah, you start bending to peer pressure. Like yeah. I'm a I'm a hound. I have to hunt the I fox. hunt foxes. We can no longer be friends. That's that's the heartbreaking moment. That is, because uh, the fox. Who was the fox's name? Uh, he was Todd. Todd. Because Copper was the hound dog. I feel like it was Copper that cut off the friendship first. You know, and was it was it the little old lady who was Todd's like mother? Yep. I guess she had, she had raised I loved him. her in that movie. So cute. And there was the old owl. They had a lot of old owls. Was that like, a, the mama. Archimedes archetype owl? Was it kind of like that? <clears throat> no, she was. She was like a big mama kind of oh, okay. kind of owl. Because there was there was Archimedes in the Sword and Stone, and then there was oh, the the owl and Bambi. I have a feeling Archimedes Twitter pated could, could make a, a return appearance. The, the Sword and the Stone was a great movie. It was a great Disney movie. <laughs> Let's not talk about it too much right now. <laughs> is this is will that Link. be? Oh. Anyway, so the fo- back to the fox and the hound because yeah. that's what we're talking about right now. So, do you own the fox and the hound? Have the kids seen fox and the hound? Um, I don't know if the kids have seen it or not. I still have it on DVD. 
I don't know. I hate those sad Disney movies. It man. is a sad. It's it's one of those, it's a tearjerker. Yeah. It'll it'll tug at those heartstrings. It will. Make you feel bad about every choice you've ever made. You should Why can't whole, we all just get a You should eat a whole pie when you watch that movie. So that's the kind of thing. I'll eat a whole pie and I don't even need, need to be sad. <laughs> eat a sad pie. From the looks of me, yeah. This a pizza gonna, pie. You need a sad pie for this one. Just a whole sad pie. Womp womp. Yep, sad pie. I will say over the weekend I've had a whole medium pizza to myself. That's fantastic. But that's down from a large. I had a whole large. <laughs> Between last night and breakfast this morning. Wait a second. Did I just fat shame you? No. Okay, That's good. impossible. Yeah, I can't. You, a fat have, person can't fat shame. And I have no shame. <laughs> you can't shave someone without I any. Because I just don't care. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Anything else you want to say about the the <clears throat> fox and the hound? Um, no. It's like a, a favorite. There, there are no like big like stories of the fox and the hound where your mom took you. <clears throat> no, no. There's um just it was one um resonated when I was a child. Receive. I think is I re- that a, is that a because you have older siblings, right? Uh, I'm the oldest. I oh, have, you're the I'm, oldest yes. sibling. Okay, okay. So, I got you. Oh, I was thinking you were the oldest link. You have two younger siblings. I have younger siblings, yes, too. Good deal. Do they listen to the show? I don't know. Probably Good on not. them. Good. Probably not. <laughs> just say no. It's probably not. <laughs> Stay away. I'll, we... find, I'll find out because if they're watching or, and or listening, yeah. they'll come at me and be like, no, we totally listen. Oh, okay. But if I don't get that, then we're like, yeah, Why wouldn't you think we'd listen? Do you think we're not supportive siblings? Confirmation. Confirmation. I'm a fox. My name's Todd. What's your name, kid? Mine's Copper. I'm a hound dog. Gee, I bet you'd be good playing hide and seek. You want to try it, Copper? Can I use my nose? <laughs> sure. All right, so we'll move on to my number four. Yes. It's the sword in the stone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I totally thought you were going to say Doug's first movie. Ah. <laughs> But went a different direction. <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't spoil one of your other picks. Doug's first movie. Oh no! It's from what I understand, the Doug movie is actually crap because that's when Disney took over the Doug license. It was a Nickelodeon property for a long time. I, I was own younger. The entire series. Do you know? Yes. So you have the two iterations. Oh, of I Doug. Have, I've got some Doug. So which do you prefer? Do you prefer the, the Nickelodeon? Okay, good for you. That is correct, actually. Um, but no, the the Sword in the Stone is my favorite old, like first generation yeah. Disney. Like that's a good movie. one. I love it. It's it's gorgeous. It's the story of young King Arthur, um, and Merlin is because of this movie. Merlin has just always been one of my favorite uh, characters from that you know lore. I guess you, I don't know what you'd call it. It's fictional, obviously, but I think lore is appropriate. Yeah. So the. You know, like if you're a fan of, say, you know, Game of Thrones, Merlin would be like at home in that universe. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Sure. (laughs) But Archimedes is a great character. Like uh, I I was there was a poll on Facebook or Twitter. I don't remember exactly, but it was like name your favorite side like character. Like, you know, not side character, but, you know, sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah, who's your favorite sidekick in a Disney movie? And Archimedes was my favorite. I just love the relationship between Merlin and Archimedes. And Arthur's just like okay in the movie, like he's fine. But the three of them together, like I, I love it when they're like the squirrel. Yes. You know, and the and the like girl squirrel like gets a crush on Merlin. Yes. 
And well, they both had crushes on. Yeah, him. like they they both had their like little like squirrel like ninety nine. She's so problems. sad when he turns back into oh, the I know. boy. I'm just like, she doesn't understand. Yeah, but no, that's the saddest part of that movie. Like, it's an old style Disney movie. I think it came out in the sixties. That sounds right. I think the '60s, but but it's kind of without all the sadness, really. It's it's actually a very uplifting story, you know. What do they What do they call him? Wart. Wart. Yeah, like, they yeah, call really... him Wart, and because uh, yeah, he's got the brothers. Yeah, he the, was very. Uh, he was supposed to be the squire. The squire. Bro- yeah. So you know, I, I just love that movie. I recently purchased that. There was a 40th anniversary, like 40th anniversary Disney like Blu-ray, and I was like, I gotta pick this up. And rewatched it. It's a movie that I remember watching on reels in elementary school. That was kind of like a little Impressive. treat if you could get like a movie on reels and you're actually kind of watching it. Yeah. And, and like I actually hear the whir of the projector and everything, just like at the beginning of our podcast. It's a magical sound. It's a beautiful sound. I love it. So I I saw that not in theaters. Obviously, I was not born yet, but on reels in in class. I think it was like first or second grade, and I fell in love with it then subsequently seen it on VHS and DVD years later, and they're like, just mentioning it on Blu-ray. So, um, it, it's it's just a movie that holds up insanely well. Mad Madam Mim. I love that the whole, whole... battle back and forth. Yeah, the, the battle between Merlin and Mad Madam Mim is so good. Uh, that's great. Uh, and then at the end, you know, he pulls the sword out, and there, there's that kind of moment afterwards. Like, it doesn't just end on him pulling the sword out. Like, he's... He's all alone, and Merlin like pops in like with the goofy shirt on, like Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, because he had he he left. He just he, he left. So yeah. frustrated. He was frustrated with with because Archimedes kind of like took over the groom yeah. of, of him. I forget exactly why he was frustrated, but he did. He like got mad and like rocketed off. Like he became an actual literal rocket and blew yeah. off. He blew his top. <clears throat> you don't know where he went, but yeah, he comes back, and you know Merlin's like, you know, you're you're the king now, kid. You know, heavy is the crown. So And he was just a tri- a wee lad. He was just a wee wart. But I, I love that movie. It's, it's a great it, movie. It's like it's so magical. It kinda it's like the animated version of bed knobs and broomsticks. Like that I get that movie, same too. exact feel. Like if you're a fan of bed knobs and broomsticks, it's it's just magic. If you even know what bed knobs and broomsticks is. Angela Lansbury days... and the dad from Mary Poppins. Yes. That's his legal name. <laughs> The IMDb it. Don't the look it up. From... Just trust us. We are know what we're talking about. We're licensed cinemasters. What is I now I'm trying to think of the, the song that he sings um in that movie. Oh, I don't remember. The Broom Six. He's talking the um little where the, the market is. Something road. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what the the thing that the prevailing memory I have of that movie is the end when the knights become alive. Yes. They're marching. I love that. Uh, that's a movie I think I might have to do a future Rad Dads on and, and watch with the kids. That's a good one. Yeah. So anyways, um, Sword in the Stone is, I'll just go ahead and say it, my lone, you know, Old hand-drawn. School. I love hand-drawn animation. It's awesome. But as as much as I yearn to have hand-drawn animation, and it was very, you know, nice to see it return in the Mary Poppins sequel, I did not know that until you had confirmed that to me, that it was actually old school hand-drawn. Yes. You could definitely tell. Yep. But um, <clears throat> And it was cool. It was very neat. It made it very cool. So, yeah, The Sword in the Stone. That's my number four. Portobello Road. That was oh, the name of the song. Oh, yes. I love That's that it. actor. The dad from... I like yeah. the soccer. He's everybody's dad. Oh, yes, with the animated characters. Awesome. Yeah. A little bowler Good hat. Good stuff. He could have made it. Mm-hmm. 
Could have made it. It was an animated. They were like the animated creatures. They were like the animals from the Robin Hood. Yes. Very, very similar. Probably in the six seventies. I was about to say otherwise. Could have been late sixties. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, late sixties, early seventies. Number three. Number three. Number three. All right. This one. I'm going more more recent. Okay. And I think this is. I think this is one of the movies that Disney has done in the last few years that I really appreciated because and I think it's an original story, um, but it, it was mm. it was so refreshing because it was um, it was just something new and different than what they had been doing. Which is not really what Disney's known for. No, um, Zootopia. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm glad you it put was, that on your list. It was a, I, I mean, I I can't. I've, I think Tucker I watched is, it today. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a great. You can watch it. The, I mean, the voice acting is great. Um, the story is is solid. So it's Jennifer Goodwin is is Judy Hopps, yep. and, and, uh, Jason, and Jason Bateman, Bateman is is uh, the fox. The fox whose name I can't also remember <laughs> can't, right now. Nick, I think. Nick, yes. And Beautiful. and then of course the sloth. Yes, I love that scene at the end of the movie where he pulls him over. Yep. Nick. <laughs> that was great. Uh, that it it upsets me that that is the last. Um, animated feature i think well wreck it ralph i guess technically was the last but it's like an original movie yeah and you know disney i feel like is just sort of relying on their purchased their acquisitions star wars marvel and pixar i mean pixar was always like a disney thing anyway but now it's like officially owned by disney and you can count on a pixar movie coming out pretty much every year but i want to i want disney to continue because you know, you had your uh, Tangled, which I think was phenomenal. Yeah, it was a great movie. A highly underrated movie. And then you had, uh, like, your Wreck-It Ralph, also very good. Frozen, way overrated. Like, yeah. People love Frozen, and it's got a sequel coming out. But Zootopia is just the best. It was, it, I mean, it was just the, I mean, the 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 colors and, the, and the, just everything. I mean, everything about it really just hit well. The characters were were interesting and compelling. Mm-hmm. The story was well written and it came together really nicely. Um, yeah, the I mean, music, the, the music, I mean, yeah. all of the gazelle. elements, yeah, <laughs> all of the elements that were present in it really married together nicely and it made for a really fun movie. That's one of those, I'm like, there are movies that my kids like to watch. I'm like, I can't watch that again. I just, yeah. I, and, but Zootopia is one, like when, when the request for Zootopia comes on, I'm always, all right, sure. Oh, I can enough. watch Zootopia over and over and over again. Yeah. The thing I like about Zootopia too is how they how thoughtful they were with combining all of the worlds. Yeah. You know, like it, it wasn't unusual to see like the um, mice interact like in the same universe as like giraffes and yeah. hippos. You know, like they all kind of had their own little ecosystem yeah. and their own like uh, uh, like infrastructure. Mm-hmm. It, it was so thoughtful. Such a thoughtful movie. And uh, I think most I was reading something it's it's the highest grossing animated movie to not actually feature a human character. Like it made over a billion dollars, but it's just exclusively animal characters, anthropomorphic animal characters, human like, but um, no, no human characters in it whatsoever. Not a princess movie. Nope. Judy hops is a wonderful character. Like, you know, for any young person to, you know, to look up to, especially young girls, she doesn't, you know, she, she's going to be a cop. And, you know, it doesn't matter how small she is, you, you, she's determined and overachiever, but in not an annoying way. Yeah. 
very likable. Like a yep. lot of times, those types of those archetype characters are kind of designed to be You're very annoying. Like, oh my gosh! No. We get it. You want to be the best. And I like there's there. I mean, like uh, there's a lot of fun little things. Um, I, I like uh, the one of the things, and I don't know if I don't know if Frozen was the first one that did it, but they've they've had this this iteration of this joke. Because in Frozen, it was the guy who was the Duke of everyone kept calling it Weaseltown. Is it Weaseltown? Yes. It's Weaseltown. <laughs> I think Frozen's overrated, but I do think it's good. It, I mean, it's good, but yeah, yeah it, I mean, it, it got way too much play for yeah. what it, it was like. It's it's a good movie, but it's like not that good. Yeah. Um, but they've they've had that iteration because I think their um, the Weasel's name was Duke or, or some some. Oh, they carry along that little yeah, inside they carry, joke. That, that joke. Gotcha. So it was it was featured there, and then it was fun because he was selling bootleg DVDs, and it was of other like Disney properties, things that were uh, some of, some of the stuff like that. I really enjoyed just some of these, and then I think Alan Tudyk played the uh, <coughs> yes. uh, little Weasel guy. He's kind of like the new um, John Rathenberger. His voice keeps Ooh, yeah. showing up in in all these Disney movies. Good point. I, I he's the that. he's the non Pixar John Ratzenberger. Yes. And then uh, at the end, um, when they're on the the train and they've they've kind of solved the crime that the the sheep are there. There was a, a, a Breaking Bad reference in in the. Oh, you're all. right. Yeah. And yeah, so you're absolutely right. I, yeah. I just I enjoy some of the fun little placement of some of that kind of stuff. I mean, even the little little mole that was like the Godfather. It was like. Oh. There was just... Kristen, Kristen Bell, yeah. she, she's like the daughter. Yeah, yep. there's the whole Godfather thing, yep. which is so cute. Just... That could be something that, A, kids are never going to get, yeah. but uh, parents can enjoy it. And it's been parodied many, many yes. times, but it's it's just really handled well. Yeah. Jason Bateman, I guess, is the uh, the MVP of that movie. Yeah. He's so damn charming in the yeah. thing. He was perfectly cast, yeah. and, you know, and... Really, he owns the role, and and it's it's nice to see you know kind of the Idris Elba as the yeah uh, the, the uh, was he an ox yep chief and then J.K. Simmons is the mayor the he's lion. a lion yep Jenny Clawhauser is a really adorable character yes. I liked him I, I don't know the actor's name but he, he, I, yeah he I don't think he's got much to his he to was his in the Get Smart movie I think he was one of the agents oh oh agents. I think I know who you're talking you know about you I'm talking about the yeah. blonde guy yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's Clawhauser yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy, like. I love the Judy Hops's parents. Yep. It's like the movie's paced so well. Like you know, you get that you get all the exposition you need in that beginning part yep. where they talk about how like Zootopia is Zootopia because the predators have evolved, and then they call back to that whole predator devolving, or at least yep. that's what they want you to think. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed that like you know swerve at the end when you think uh, Jason Bateman's Fox character might eat Judy Hopps and she's like blood 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 that she's a such fun. a cute character and I love the Judy that was Hopps a great character. callback and I don't know a lot about Jennifer Goodwin like I, she was in some romantic comedies in the the early 2000s I want to say he's just not that into you she was in yeah that. she yeah you're right she was in that that's probably what I'm mostly familiar yep. with her with and uh, I would love to see her have a nice long career voicing characters for Disney because she's she's just she has an adorable voice. Yeah. And it's very likable in a kind of a Michael J. Fox kind of way. Yeah. Fox. Huh. Ah. See what you did see there. What we did there. Full circle. And and the kids love Zootopia. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, that that's a great movie. I was like listening to uh, you know, like Kevin Smith would do his you know top five with Mark Bernard and you know, like Mark Bernard would do. Uh, Fat Man on Batman for those of you who are unfamiliar with the podcast excellent podcast highly recommend it don't really listen to it anymore but yeah Mark Bernardin was kind of the uh, film critic guy yeah. who would always list the 
you know, the the, the critic movies. Yeah. And Kevin Smith would list movies like Zootopia. Movies that people actually like to watch. Yeah. He, he was so, like, He's taken back man. by that movie. And I, I loved it. So it was one of those, like, pleasantly surprising movies. Yeah. I, I thought it, you know, looked kind of generic from the, from the trailers yeah, early but on. Then I, it, I walked out of that movie going, that was one of the best movies of the year. really performed well. Hey, if it isn't Flopsy the Copsy. We both know those weren't moldy onions I caught you stealing. What were you going to do with those night howlers? Number three is an early spot. It's the movie Cars Knocked Out. I kind of hated myself for it a little bit, but I had to be true to myself. You got to be. Got to be true to myself. All right, so number three? Number three. You're going to be mad at me because I feel like this topic was created for one of the movies that you're going to say is number one. But I'm going to, I put, I really wrestled with this. And we've had discussions offline, I guess you'd say, you know, like what we considered to be the greatest animated movies of all time. Anyway, spoiler alert, because I'm going to go ahead and say it. Number three, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's number one on my list. (laughs) Number one. It's so good, but I hesitate. It's the kind of movie that over time, and this is just a a thing with me, I, I hesitate putting new movies right at the top. I, I like movies to kind of earn it for a while. Let you know, let it let it settle, like resonate. Like, how do I love this movie after thirty viewings as much as I did I the do. first time? I and I might too, but I've I've only seen it the one time still, and I own it. But um, for whatever reason, like my, my wife was like, I don't only watch Spider Man, but like you know, I'm just gonna put it in because my kids loved it. My daughter especially loved it. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful movie out of nowhere. I know how much you enjoy Spider-Man too. Could be a, a part of that. Like I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man is one of the greatest characters in any comic bookdom. And you got—it's a great time to be a Spider-Man fan right oh now because you got two bad. excellent Spider-Mans, Miles Morales in this movie. Like I was never keen to the, uh, and I—it's my ignorance too—is like how comic books work. There's been lots yeah. of Spider-Mans. I'm only familiar with Peter Parker because that's just what Hollywood keeps pumping out is Peter Parker in cartoons too. But there's been other Peter, like other Spider-Man and Miles Morales is like the current day Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's like this like mixed Latino black family. Yep. Uh, he's a kid just like, you know, Peter, he's, but he's like a young kid. He's, he seems even younger than like Peter Parker. And I don't know, like I res- I didn't resist it because I'm like a racist or anything because I picked the chocolate donuts when it's donut day at work. <laughs> I, I have a black friend and I eat the chocolate donuts. So that's how you know that I'm I not have, a racist. I have a black friend and I eat the chocolate donuts. That's a t-shirt. I always t-shirt. pick the chocolate cookies. The dark sugar is what I'm saying I like. But no, I, I just resisted it because it's like one of those things like recasting a character yep. for the sake of diversity. And... But after seeing this movie, I'm like, Shh, I get it. It's this multiverse, the idea of this multiverse. And in this world, you know, Miles Morales, who is like a great kid, you know, like all the all the Spider-Mans are good. But I I I really was able to accept this Spider-Man for the first time and enjoy him so much like he's become my Spider-Man. Yeah. Like I'm like willing to let Peter Parker go and embrace the Miles Morales character because they did such a good job in this movie flushing him out and like I don't know the kid who played him but he was awesome. Yeah. in the movie. But you did have all of the point of the Spider-Verse movie was you had all the different Spider-Mans and 
you know, the Spider-Man character is like really funny, like that that Peter Parker plays the Peter B. Parker. It's Sweatpants Spider-Man, which yeah. is one of my favorite alt versions of Spider-Man. Yeah, he's so good in it. And the relationship between him and I should let you speak to this movie more because we're probably not going to talk about it a whole lot. And it oh, is your it's... number one. <coughs> yeah, we had we've we've had discussions more than once about what we think the greatest animated movie of all time was and you were like Spider-Man and Spider-Man's my yeah. number one and it's, I'm like ah. that was the easiest one for me to pick so it's so good and I left that movie on such a high which is a great sign you know like you leave a movie theater on a high and you just just thinking about it all the time is that movie did all of those things it and it it had it had so much like it was um because there's um I, I love I love the the music in the movie was such a great uh, a a great accent to it, yeah. um, uh, and when um, oh the notorious B.I.G. scene oh and with his uncle and yeah he rolls the he rolls yeah. the bass the knob of the bass oh yeah. sh- I love that scene it made um, me tingles when uh, when the news comes on and they say sad news tonight Spider Man is dead the song was playing like I, I I listen to that song and that song will get me like yeah. choked up because it's like the there's so many moments in that movie. That are, because there's that they start in with that, yeah, and it's this emotional time where this whole New York is is reflecting on the Spider-Man is dead, yeah, and then you have Miles go into the the shop and he buys the the costume from Stan Lee and that's his oh. cameo and it's just like that. That's like that the cameo one is punch the, right it's there. the best Stan. Lee I think cameo. that I, I I would I would say I would agree with that. That is the best Stan Lee. And it's it's just, really it's so handled so well, and it's just and it's such a good lasting like this because Spider-Man I think was his favorite. I think creation. you're right, and it was just like it was so. I mean, like it's just. That, I think that was one of the things about the movie to me. Is like I don't know that I've ever watched another animated movie that has so much emotional. I mean, genuinely emotionally challenging scenes, and in a number of different ways. I mean, by the end, when you have the uh, the Peter B. Parker and Miles Morales when he's holding on to him, mm-hmm. uh, and right before he lets him go, it's like yeah. I like that. I mean, all of it. It just there's so many different things, so many different layers and levels to how they built that up. And and Miles and his um, and his dad uh, the relationship there and how it's challenged. Oh, it was a great relationship. Oh, love it so much. And then him and his uncle and that's his you know the crux of his you know uh, of of his loss. That was his Spider Man Um, moment. Yeah, I I enjoyed so much when they start having the the you have this realization because superhero movies and even Disney movies so many times will use that device of a parent's death to motivate the character and for you to get. I guess an easy, cheap way for you to get on the same, yeah. like get behind this character yeah. emotionally. And uh, there, he had both of his parents, and it turned out to be his uncle. And it's like, oh, okay. So for you know, for Peter Parker, obviously it was his, his uncle, or it, it was like his father figure, basically. But you know, it wasn't his real dad. And we're so used to seeing that scene played out in a bunch of movies. And with Gwen, it was uh, Peter. It was her, yeah, Peter was her it friend. Was, yeah, it was her friend. And then, you know, it even goes into, like, the whole, like, uh, I don't know much about the Japanese one or whatever. Yeah. With the girl and the, and the robot. I don't really understand that one. Yeah. Either. But, you know, Spider-Ham, like, I, you know, he had one, too. And they, they each had, like, their moment that, like, where they kind of cemented themselves as Spider-Man. And I, I enjoyed that so much, but yeah, with with Miles, it ends up being his, his uncle too. And it was it was it fit so well in the story because he felt he felt like this a fish out of water. 
because he he was at this this preppy school. Yeah. He wanted to be with all of his friends at yeah, his old I love school, that stuff. Yeah. but it was challenging him to be better than what he was. And I like that Gwen kind of got planted early on yep. that too. Like she was kind of the girl. It was she was the girl, and uh, he, you know, they kind of made the eyes and stuff. But she was just there all along because she, you know, she got pulled in. And he he had the assignment to write a paper about the great expectations. What are his, you know, what what does he want out of life? And he really had no frame of reference. And his uncle was, you know, his dad was hard on him, and, and yeah. he loved his dad, but like there, there was friction there. Oh yeah. Um. So his uncle was kind of like his. This is the guy that I go to for. He's the one he looked up you know, to. He's he, yeah. He looked up to him, and he so they go and they do the great expectations. Yeah, graffiti. and he had no idea that he was a. I mean, and, problem, and, yeah. it was one of those kind of t- like turns, plot yeah. turns that you see coming, really. Yeah. Because he just sort of mysteriously would disappear yep. on business or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, he, it's one of those like villains where he's like, he's a villain, but is he? You know? Yeah. Because he he was like the masked bad guy really yeah. for for miles uh, through the first part of the movie, and then of course they had that moment where he yep. like lifts up his mask, which was again so emotional. Yep. And he pulls it down so he doesn't reveal his identity, and then he gets shot by Kingpin, uh, who again was a really cool character. Yeah. Like that Kingpin by was it Le- Leah Schreiber? Yeah, Leah Schreiber. Yeah, who was awesome as Kingpin. And he, even his motivation is like you know because you've, you you we have we have frames of reference for the character of Kingpin. Yeah. He was in the first Daredevil movie. Yeah. Um, he was in the Daredevil TV show. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's frames of reference and for... and the Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so there. Was, well, that's what you were speaking. Uh, of, yeah. But the there's 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 a frame of reference for who he is, and there's uh, you know to have this. Um, his motivation um, be the the loss of his family. Yeah. Oh, it makes it makes the character so much yeah. more. I like layers of villains. I don't like a villain just because they want to be bad and take yeah. over, like be the ruler of the yeah. universe. There's nothing to that. It's like I don't, you want to be powerful. He was he was willing to destroy the entire known universe to get his wife and his son back. just to have a chance. Yeah. Just to have a chance. And he kind of gets it for like a second, which is also tragic. So yep. there, there's all kinds of layers to the movie. Yeah. It's it's a masterfully well done job. Uh, it, it let's, it, that's not even, we haven't even talked about how the movie looks. Yeah, the visuals of it are, are um, I mean, as, as much as people talk about movies like Avatar for the visuals, I'm like, to me... This um, and I know they did something with the animation where they would like dropped frames. Yeah, it's it's on twos. I think is what they call yeah. it. Like there's traditionally uh, film uh, is twenty four frames, frames per second. That's what like that's what the eye perceives as yeah. smooth animation. And there, I think it does it on twos, but maybe okay. on ones. Like ones is twenty four, twos is like twelve frames. Okay. Uh, and so there, there are moments where you, as, as a style choice, I feel yeah. like they they animated it on twos, which is it, I don't like that. Like it, it it makes me a little nauseous, yeah, and I was afraid that the movie might like I stylistically it's beautiful, and I it almost looks like claymation or something yeah. like the way it moves, but it, it never once made me nauseous like actually watching the movie and that. But you know how like when people would complain of being nauseous like when they would watch like those. Uh, like Cloverfield, and like I never got that, but like I know that people who are friends about, like people I know, would watch it. And it's like I can't watch that. Yeah, you know, it's not just stuff you read online. There's out of one out of like you know like two or three out of every ten people just can't literally watch it because yeah. it makes them sick to their stomach and queasy. So I was afraid that that would happen with this movie, but no, they, and that's what's just why I think maybe 
Maybe it is 24 frames. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, but there's they did something specific with the animation, and it was it was nice because it, it it worked well like with the plot. It wasn't necessarily just for the you know because there was that whole jerky like when yeah. when um, when things were out of sync and they would start jerking, and then you know just that um, like the uh, like the comics how they used to be printed. You know, way back when the the print type, you know, where you would see the the, the dots, like they they oh they yeah integrated that into yeah, the, the yeah mm-hmm. um, so it was and then and the, just the whole aesthetic of Miles being so I mean, like everybody knows the Peter Parker the clean cut you know yeah. science nerd kid yeah um, here here's I mean Miles really isn't any a different kind of kid but he's from no. a different place in a different yeah. time right and so it was it was nice because it really he's felt, still from queens yeah <clears throat> he's essentially the same character good heart intelligent uh you know like the, that's just one of the prerequisites yeah. of becoming spider-man i guess he just he, there was there was there was you know this different quality to him that made him unique and they i felt like they that they have that in the character and they had it in the art and they had it in the music and they just wove everything together in a really compelling story that was emotionally packed. And I was like, this is not something because I walked out of that movie. was like, that was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it was like, this is not like, you know, for as, as great as the story was in Zootopia, it's like, to me, Spider-Man was like, okay, this, like the, my kids loved it. We yeah. I probably watched it 15, 16 times. Mm. And so we, I mean, we watch it pretty regularly. I, I have it downloaded on my phone. The boys yeah. are watching it when we're waiting for brunch on Mother's Day. Um, so we we watch it pretty regularly. We listen to the music, and so it's it's just one of those like every time I watch it, I'm just like I'll get emotional at certain parts. I'm like, this is just such a good movie, and it's animated, and you don't usually get that. It looks like nothing we've ever seen. It yeah. sounds like nothing we've ever seen. It's got a wonderful story. The the best Stanley cameo, I think we yeah. both agree. Um, yeah, the the story is just the best. Uh, fleshed out villains, sympathetic villains. Um, I it it is just wonderful. And I hate to go back to the whole like harping on the technical aspect. I think that I read that the an, the action sequences were animated on ones, and like scenes where they were talking like just heads. I think yeah. maybe they were animated on twos. That would make sense. Yeah, um, which is probably why I never felt nauseous. Like because there's that whole scene where like you know. Peter Parker's passed out and like Miles is kind of, you know, he's attached to the subway and like, oh, that looked just great. Just looked great. Never felt jerky at all. Um, And I I liked, you know, because I I don't, I I have far more invested in the Peter Parker Spider-Man story. Yeah. Well, we all do. I I know, you know, I've spent a lot of time, I I did read a bunch of Spider-Man comics. I used to love the Spider-Man cartoon. I have Sp- Spider-Man trading cards. I was big into. I mean, I was big into Spider-Man. So Spider-Man is very Sp- Spider-Man birthday party. Spider-Man bir- <laughs> My fourteenth birthday party is a Spider-Man birthday. Oh, I thought you uh, were going to say like your fourth. birthday. No. Okay. It's like fourteen. <laughs> I was still doing Spider-Man. Like I love. <laughs> There's me nothing Spider-Man. wrong with that. I man. love me some Spider-Man. So yeah. he is very near and dear to my heart. And um, so it was. It was just. There was there was so so much about the Miles Morales character that I, I was unaware of, but the the way that they. Um, the way that they put him together and the way that they presented everything about it was just like, this is, it was so nice to have a fresh take on something that I was so familiar with. There's all these elements, but then, then you take villains that, you know, yeah. Scorpion was 
a different iteration of Scorpion. Um, you had Doc Ock, but it oh was, yeah, um, a it, surprise reveal of Doc was, Ock. Yeah. So it's like you you have these characters that are some some were true to their 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 normal or their their uh, already established selves, and then there's others like okay, this is a new iteration, a new incarnation of a character I'm familiar with, and I I, I liked that, and uh, even um, Lily Tomlin as uh, Aunt May, Aunt May, I yeah. love that she yeah. was, and she was such a great strong character in that. I love because it was her Peter from the beginning that that died. <clears throat> yeah. and I, I Who was was it? Chris Pine. Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Pine. Yeah, him. the all American like yes. blonde haired Peter Parker, basically Christmas album. I love that. That the, the humor in it was, <laughs> it was really great too. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I was, love that the 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 like melted like popsicle or whatever. There's like a guy that I follow. It is he he has a, a website called Dinosaur Dracula where he, I think that's his picture. I think he actually took that picture really? and did a story featuring that picture because he was like, yeah, my, my Popsicle was like, you know, nominated nice. and won an Academy Award. You're well, you know, that's nice. me. And so, yeah, shout out to Dinosaur Dracula and his podcast, the Purple Stuff podcast. Uh, but that, it was so cool to see that. Yeah. So much fan service paid in the right kind of way. Yeah. Um, and it's the kind of movie that like, I want to see others, like I want to see them not treat it like a one-off is it looked expensive as hell and it of course made it made good money like it didn't make avengers money but it did make good money i could tell you the budget on that movie what was the budget 90 on million dollars that's it that's man that was because just well spent the the meme i saw the other day was 90 million dollars to make spider-man into the spider-verse 90 million dollars to make sonic the hedgehog Ugh. so that's you could you <laughs> and can, that like's gonna go up because of redesign you can it. make a fantastic amazing movie for 90 million dollars or you can make now wasn't that done by the lego guys too yeah i think so i think yeah i think that's when they got kicked off the han solo movie i think they went to this project and i'm glad they did oh god yes there's and there's there's their humor there's all kinds of present in that movie oh john mulaney as spider ham was it was it was i mean there were just is this a dimension where humans talk (laughs) oh he was so fantastic buzz and it, and it was just it it worked so well. I mean, there were so many great notes. It's like he would he could cut the tension in a, in a moment. Somebody would say something. Yeah. It was a you know, and it would it would just it worked so well in so many different ways. Oh and yeah, I just love that much movie. needed comedic relief. Yeah. Um, it I want to see more studios treat properties like I would love to see a rebooted GI Joe movie done in like yeah. this way. I would love to see a Transformers yeah. movie re- done in this way. Yep, yeah. they just treated the property with so much respect. I would love to see a Transformers movie that was all like the beginning of Bumblebee. Oh yeah, hell yeah, fantastic. hell freaking yeah! I don't think they'll ever do it because they just they got a they got a hard on for the live action. Because they stuff. can't get Stan Bush. <laughs> they had him in the last. They had him in Bumblebee. That's true. All right, I don't want to talk about because I, I wanted to spend a little extra yeah. time on this because it's in both of our lists. Then like fifteen years passed, blah blah blah. I buried Aunt May. My wife and I split up, but I handled it like a champion. Flash forward, I'm in my apartment doing push-ups, doing ab crunches, getting strong. When this weird thing happened. Um, all right, so what's your number three? My number three. Mr. Peterson. That was, so my number two. Oh, I'm sorry. You my number that. two. All right. So my number two, this is my other one before 2000. And I think, I think this may, I think I can say that this is my favorite Disney movie. Okay. Which is why I'm so... <clears throat> adamant against the uh, live action movie that's about to come out with oh. <laughs> um, William Smith as the genie. Willie? William Smith. William Smith. Mr. Jada Pinkett. 
Never Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah, Aladdin. Aladdin, I think, is my favorite Disney movie. Um, and I've, I don't own it on Blu-ray. I've owned it on VHS and on DVD. I'd like to get it on Blu-ray, but right now it's in the vault for the blue. You can't just go to Amazon and buy it. You can go to eBay and buy it for $60. I'm so glad that this, when this Disney Plus comes out and the yeah. whole idea of the vault gets just forever retired. flush that away. Yeah. It's, it was, it, it's so antiquated and like, like all antiquated things, like you have a warm spot because yeah. it's just the way it's been. Yeah. You're like, I just want to watch these movies. Yeah, let me watch Aladdin. I just thankfully watch I have Aladdin on Blu-ray like yeah. when they released, you know, whatever, maybe There's like the 20th. Diamond or, edition, platinum edition. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. And you know, I've, all kids love Robin Williams, you know, any period, Robin Williams period. But in this role especially, this is the definitive Robin Williams. I, I dressed up as him one year for Halloween, the genie. Okay. I was like, Robin Williams? Yes, I dressed up. I covered myself in hair. Yeah. Suspenders. He is the hairiest uh, person on the way. You know, went out and just did release. How did that random, go again? I, I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> how I did that. My, my, no one can do Robin My Williams. sporadic um, impressions aren't nearly as good as the Bobcat. That one's still my favorite. Um, um. <laughs> Hot to trot. Yes. Great movie. Love it. John Candy. Yes. Anyway. Um, Aladdin, Aladdin is... It, so Aladdin came out 92. in the Renaissance. When? 92. 92. So, okay. So it went uh, Little Mermaid, which was going to be in my list. It's not a spoiler, but it was. It got bumped out, again, by cars. Uh, <laughs> but it's awesome. And so that that kicked it off. Then you had, I guess, was it Aladdin first, then Lion King? Or was yeah. it... Aladdin Well, Beauty and the Beast came out after Little Mermaid. Yeah. So it was so Aladdin was the fourth of the... Uh, that might be. Okay. Because did you say Lion King came out before or after? I think, I think Lion King was after. I think okay, so like, Aladdin would have so been the third. third. Yeah. So they really hit their stride. Yeah. You know, Disney is on top of their. They're they're the masters of their game at this point. Uh, great songs like Oh My God, oh, those freaking whole new was, world. Yeah. Jail. Peebo Bryson. You get yourself some Peebo Bryson on a soundtrack. Ooh, hey. Oh boy, Ooh, you are boo. set. Ooh wee. <laughs> what 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 do you say about that, Mister Poopy Butthole? Ooh-wee. <laughs> I love this, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Mr. Poopy Butthole's the best. Oh, yeah. Season four, man. November. Rick and Morty, it's back. It's coming back. See the little teaser where they had? Yeah. With him and you know, Morty. I don't, jeez, I don't, I don't want to be the one to say you, you, it. You, you want me, you want me to, to say something, Morty? Or <laughs> do you, did you want to, do you? Uh, you I'll, do it. <laughs> we're, we're coming back. We're going to, we're, we're going to be back for a, for a fourth season. November 2019. This, November, November this year. <laughs> I love that. I love oh. it so much. It's gonna be. It's gonna be <coughs> grand. We only had to wait like a year and a half yeah. or so. Less yeah. than Game of Thrones. Less than Game of Thrones, and I wonder how many petitions they'll have signed at the end of zero. <laughs> it's gonna be the best. It's gonna be the best. But, but back to I don't know what to even to say about Aladdin. It's it's just so good. Yeah, I mean it's it spawned. It's TV the series. number one subliminal sex message yes. for kids movie. Bar none. Great video games. The, yeah, the Sega Genesis, Sega Genesis version Genesis. of Aladdin is yeah. a classic. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you got the songs. Uh, there was a, TV, a Disney Afternoon TV show that came from it. From what I understand, it's decent. Yeah, it was. Good. It was quite. A, there were two sequels. They had two. They had the Return of Jafar. I don't count the. And then they had um, uh, where you found that his dad was one of the forty thieves. I think. You've watched. You own those two movies, don't you? Probably. No. Okay. <laughs> 
Because you can't. Because you can't. You can't find them. Otherwise, anywhere. I would. You import them in from the same place you got the Punisher. That's true. I don't. I didn't see Aladdin in theaters. Um, you know, but I've seen it numerous times. I don't hold it as dear as some of the other more recent Disney animated movies, but it's in the top three. It's in the top three. Yeah, it's it's definitely because for it was just it hit. I mean, ninety two. I was uh, nine. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, it was. I mean, it was just. <laughs> that was my sporadic Robin Hood. I could, I, mean, you could, I could do I like it was a run by fruiting you know his <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire so okay oh hello See, okay now I say Robin Williams is genie is his definitive but I think it's actually Mrs. Doubtfire for, Mrs., it, you got Mrs. Doubtfire Mrs. Doubtfire Good Morning Vietnam and, and, and the genie or probably the three and Mork so many t- so yeah, many I mean, things he's a very he's very multi-talented beloved and, and I, I think Probably I think that's that's why it's one of those I'm like hurts so hard that he committed <sighs> suicide. When, Again, it's such a bummer. Don't kill yourself, kids. Don't kill yourself. Do not don't kill do yourself. It. Okay. We've talked about a lot of people. Even if you don't have a a one point five percent of Robin Williams's talent, just don't do it because you'll make somebody sad. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be sad. He and he made a lot of people sad. He made he? a lot of people sad. I remember uh, I think I was watching Conan O'Brien's show. And you know, like there's kind of like tape delayed where they yeah. found out. Like I think they recorded like six o'clock, and the news was right around that time. And then you see the movie like late, like eleven thirty or whatever. I don't think I've ever seen Conan O'Brien sadder. Yeah. When he announced to the studio audience that Robin Williams was pronounced dead. I was, I mean, such a talented guy, and just had done so many amazing things. Such a people pleaser. Yeah, I, I mean, like his career. Like I was watching, it was a clip of him the other day. He was in the Dick Cavett show back in the seventies. Huh. Seventies, yeah. Um, and he and Dick Cavett, I mean, they just uh, they off the cuff, total improv. They did this Shakespearean scene where they just made it up together. They just they spoke as though it was a Shakespearean play, and they were just going back and forth off each other. That was fantastic, and he was just that. I mean, like he was just—he's the greatest he ad libber that ever lived. Oh my god, it's not even close. No, the, he, I mean, he is—he is the king of ad libbing, and I, I think I think because and and especially like there were a lot of things that he was doing. Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, yeah. Atlanta. I mean, there were so many things right there in that in in that time frame when I was—I mean, like when I was deciding what kind of movies I liked to watch. Mm. Like it wasn't just like these are the movies we have available. It's like the oh, I want to watch this movie. I want to watch that movie. And I was like, Robin Williams was just such a, you know, he was such this tour de force, you know. I was just... I, the thing about Robin Williams, I mean, it's so special, too, is his dramatic roles were just so... They were... How, how did he... How was he so good in these dramatic roles? You know, like The Fisher King and, and Awakenings and, and then Goodwill Hunting and, and, you know, the list goes on and on. You know, he's, he, no one could play sad like Robin Williams, too, and, which makes it even more dramatic. And, and, that, cause that, and that was the thing, it was like... You know, you, 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 when you see his life, you know, as it's, as it was comprised, you're like, okay, this is a guy who, when, when the cameras were off, when the lights were off, when everybody else went off to go do something else, it was a guy that was deeply entrenched in his own sadness. Yeah. And he did so much to make so many people laugh that yeah. no one ever knew. And because that was the thing, like, I don't, I mean, when you hear the news, like, oh, such and such celebrity died. Yeah. It's always kind of weird because you're like, you have them in some frame of reference, like, you know, oh, that's a person I know. I don't know them, but I know of them. 
and I don't normally, it doesn't normally affect me, but when Robin Williams, when I heard that, like, that really bummed me out. I got sad that he died. That it's he, like a part of you dies with yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> it. When a celebrity dies, and you love that celebrity for whatever reason, you think back to all the things you love them for. Robin Williams was beloved in the 70s, 80s, 90s, yeah. 2000s. I mean, just probably so five decades things. worth yeah. of quality work. So, you know, if you're somebody in our age range... Yeah, he's just, you knew him, even though you didn't know him. He's one of those guys, you know, like, where I would imagine, like, one day when, like, <clears throat> Kevin Smith were to die, like, it would affect me greatly. Yeah. Just because, you know, he's just always been, like, there. Yeah. And, you know, Robin Rather Williams. Rather not. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, and then you're like, I can't have any more Robin Williams. Yeah. Even though there's, like, there's enough work to last a lifetime, you can always go back and enjoy it. That was the thing, too, is watching all of the movies again for the first time post-mortem. Yeah. You know, like I remember watching movies like Hook with like a whole new yep. appreciation. Uh, obviously, like Mrs. Doubtfire, watching that, just like getting choked up watching these movies. It's like, man, the dude is dead. And I, I think that's like, you know, I joked about it. It was like, I'm sorry, but Will Smith is just not. He is not. A, a... I really like Will Smith, too. But why? Why? Why would you do it, man? I, I think it's like, and to, and to me, it's just, it's so funny because like there's so many other Disney movies that you could go live action. And I just don't know why you would gravitate directly towards that one. It was like, there's no one in the cast that's any kind of compelling. And the one character that they have that's, I mean, that drove the movie. Yeah. Um, they've cast. Who's going to be Iago? <laughs> I would I, to me it's when I was like oh why would you not just get Gilbert Gottfried yeah, to do it again he's, why not he's still around and like totally in tip top like shape you got James Earl Jones to do Mufasa yeah. it's like why not get I was like why not get Gilbert Gottfried Bobcat Goldthwait is yeah. it <laughs> I think Bobcat Goldthwait would be a great Jafar I just that's I, I could see that get him and Gilbert Gottfried together oh my goodness that hilarity would be fantastic now I, I I will go see the movie. It's it's one of those things that I'm gonna I'm gonna see it at a drive-in. I've already decided we're gonna see it at a drive-in because it's like a, you know, like a movie doesn't a movie you need to see a movie like that at the drive-in to be enjoyable because you just because you can do something setting. else while you're yeah there. You I don't know I just pay attention to the movie. It's just kind of like enjoyable trash, honestly. And mo- most of these, if it's not a John Favreau movie, I have no faith in it. Yeah. And and the uh, uh, what was the one with. Um, uh, Maleficent was actually decent, I thought. But most of them are not good. They're either just a straight-up same movie or a disappointing... And it's just it's when I was like, okay, I get that kid, like it's the iteration for kids today. It's the, but it's like, but like what, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with them having the one that we had when we were kids? Right. Because, uh, I mean, those Was were, it not good enough for you, your like, generation? Like, it wasn't our generations. We had inherited these movies. Yeah, it's like, and these, the animated ones are fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they're the, the best. The, those, like, 80s and 90s, even in the early, early 2000s, animated, like, two... They're the last of the 2D animated movies. Atlantis. The hand-drawn. Yeah, that was good. I liked Atlantis. Now, there's some... You know, even in the going back to the 80s with, like, The Great, the great Mouse Detective. The Great Mouse Detective. Had from... elements of CGI in it. Yeah. But it was still mostly hand-drawn. Radigan. Professor Radigan. I love Radigan, yeah. Vincent Price. Can't was beat that? that. You, no, you can't beat that. It's the great Vincent Price. You can't just say Vincent Price. Show some respect, man. Sorry. <laughs> I need some podcast water. Yeah, I've been I've been dipping into mine. Love cool, mine. refreshing podcast <sighs> water. This is purified. Mm. It's enhanced with minerals for taste. 
It's enhanced for min with minerals for your podcasting listening desires. <laughs> like I want to do like a Ron Burgundy like ad for <sighs> ad read for one of these bad boys. Mm. Good food, good life. Whatever happened to your uh, uh, your ads? Oh, I need to I need to write some more of those. Okay. Some of our we're gonna we're gonna debut that feature yeah, sooner. We'll or have later. some. We have some advertisers that would like this to guy is working hard coming up with fun new ideas for the show he really is all uh, the quality of the show is hinging off this guy right here not hardly <laughs> if that was the case i would say just smash everything in this room and never podcast again because i'm i'm not worth. he's being modest no, Aladdin, I don't, but going back to Aladdin, yes. I, I enjoy making this almost more of a Robin Williams discussion yeah. than it is actually making this an Aladdin discussion. Because Aladdin's just great. There's, it I mean, is, it's just to... great. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like talking about E.T. or whatever, yeah. even though you well, disagree, but yeah. it's, how do you talk up a classic? Yeah. So that's Aladdin. And it's yep. your number two. So what's no. your highest rated, not yet to be revealed movie for you? I, I do have, I'll, I have one that I can sub in for, for one, two, because I have. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. I won't. I won't delve too far into it, but it's an animated movie you won't see coming. You won't see it coming. Is it? It's a twist. Romeo and Juliet. No. Okay. Why? Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Hang on a second. Whoa! It feel good to be out of there. <laughs> All right, so my number two. <laughs> With Johnny Depp. Sherlock I can't believe they made a sequel to that. Jesus Christ. A sequel to a movie that we didn't need in the first place. I didn't place. even know. Yeah. Well, like, right. Like, that movie was successful enough to get a sequel? And, like, no And one... they paid Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp money to make it? What the and, hell like, were they thinking? Of, like, that's a James, bankrupt a studio kind of decision right James there. McAvoy did the Nomeo, and Jason Statham did in the first one, I think. Did he really? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe you're making that up. <laughs> that is know. awesome, actually. I would love that. I hope that's the case. <laughs> Jason, more Jason Statham and everything. Nothing beats a classic. Oh, yes. <laughs> Number two for me. All right. And we're, we're into the nitty-gritty for me. Like, I, I hold the Pixar movies in high, 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 high regard. Not only because they look beautiful, but because they just seem to have the best stories. And Inside Out is my number two. Um, now, it's... I know that's a big one for you. It seems to be, on the surface, a wholly original uh, concept. But yeah. in fact, in reality, it's not. There was a show on Fox early on... In the early days of Fox, like, you know, I want to say late 80s, early 90s, called Herman's Head. I think I know what you're talking about. Where it was a similar premise. Yeah. Like it, was like, it was like a early 20s guy yeah. who had the different personalities going on up in his head. And it didn't have any of the heart Inside Out does. But it's like, I remember seeing the first trailer for Inside Out and being very turned off immediately. Because I was like, they made Herman's Head? Into a movie. Into a movie? Like a kid's movie? An animated kid's movie. Pixar is doing like like two season Fox shows that would never get to go anywhere else with yeah. Fox. Like they would just put anything on in the, those early days. And uh, yeah, so, but, but when you see it, you got Amy Poehler is delightful. Uh, all, all the characters are good. But I mean, she she's strong enough to carry the whole movie. But yeah, I like Mindy Kaling as the icky, like you know, and was it Envy? 
Is that what she was? Was that what she was? Yeah, Jealousy. you know, she but she was like the typical yeah. like, you know, teenish type. And uh Bill Hader is who played like the uh like what I don't know what he, what his character would be, but he was very cautious, you know. He was like the oh, one that the purple guy. Yeah, yeah, the purple guy. Uh then you had uh uh who who played Anger? Lewis Black. Lewis Black is perfect, perfect as Anger. And but the best casting is uh the girl from the office phyllis phyllis as as sadness and i mean few movies like make me emotional like inside out like does i mean it it's such a beautiful story of you know transitioning from childhood to a young adulthood in that whole like letting go of that innocence but you know, that that transition is so tough for kids but even tougher for adults seeing their kids growing up and as a parent of like you, you watch these Pixar movies as a parent with young kids and it's just like oh they just like rip your heart out and a totally different way than like Disney used to do with killing off a parent uh, they're like all these existential like heartbreaking things yeah. you know so with Riley you know he starts out as a baby and she has this like great relationship with her parents and everything is great kind of like how it is with like me and my kids right now like everything's just great because you don't have the hormones raging and she becomes like the teen not only is she like becoming a teenager but she's also uprooting her life and moving to a whole new city where everything's just categor categorically shittier than where they were in minnesota i think is where they came yeah, from because she was she played hockey she played and hockey was... and you know and, and, and like so they're they're moving to like minnesota to like california or something like that like a san francisco like city like the lakers did <laughs> like much like the lakers things worked out better for the lakers though riley didn't have magic johnson running no. the show um, that would have been interesting and awkward, and I would have liked that twist. Like if Magic Johnson was another one of the voices in her head. Vladi Divox is who just, I would yeah. love to have rolling her head up in her head. <laughs> like she's got all these different emotions, and then just Magic Johnson, like, hey, maybe we should go play some basketball. Like, I don't even like basketball. Why? I just like these random. That was... I was about to talk <clears throat> about the Bing Bong scene, and you brought that up. You got me with I Magic needed Johnson. to like I needed something happy because that's Magic the whole Johnson. kind of point of Inside Out. It's like you can't be happy all the time. Joy wants to be happy all the time. She's constantly suppressing sadness, but the joyous moments are so much sweeter when following a sad moment. Yes, which is what she comes to understand at the end of the movie. That's kind of whole like the whole gist of the flick. And the Bing Bong scene to me though is if that doesn't make you misty eyed or even in my case cry, you don't have a soul. Because poor Bing Bong is just holding on to the childhood. Bing Bong is the parent holding on to the childhood, or the, or you know anybody holding on to their childhood. And, and he's he more or less has to sacrifice himself to get joy up, to save everything, to save everything. And you know they they plant those seeds with Bing Bong so well throughout the movie because he's always talking about how being excited and he wants to fly to the moon and is like r rocket powered wagon yep. or whatever that. You know, and I love the scene where. They're seemingly headed back, and Bing Bong's with them, and they're on the train, and Joy's, like, hugging her happy moments in the sack, and she's, like, looking at them, and she's older now. So, like, Bing Bong is, like, looking over her shoulder. He's like, she looks so big now. How could she ever fit in the wagon with me? 
at that moment, it's starting. He's starting to realize Start that she's older now. Like she's just no longer ever going to be like that little kid anymore. And I think that's what makes the Bing Bong character such an emotional thing for me. Is like when 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 he realizes that it can never no longer ever be, and making that decision a no brainer at the end when he gets her to go up. So yeah, that the Bing Bong scene, and then quickly followed up with like the whole scene where like Riley's uh, sad. And then her hockey friends show up, and she's happy, and then that's the joy's like light bulb moment happens. So the whole flick is good, and it, it's very like you know the the whole there's a lot of humor in it. Yeah, obviously, lots and lots of humor. I enjoy the, all the like scenes where they have all the different persons' heads. Yeah, like there's the dad scene, like we're putting the foot down, you know, and then there's the mom, of course, like she's got her whole like. Uh, like mom heads, the range of, of emotions. Up yeah, there. they're so yeah, they're just, it's it's so funny. And then they even like go as far as to have like the dog yep. and the cat and just everything. Everybody has their heads. that played well. Everybody has their Herman's heads yes. more or less. Uh, so that movie, I've you know I've seen it a bunch of times. I just watched it a couple of days ago because it just it's always on like the Disney Channel, and everyone enjoys it kids enjoy like they don't get the gravity of all the sad the moments of, yeah yeah there's a lot because there's a lot of depth to that movie tons and tons of depth and that's the pixar trademark it it upsets me when you don't like when they sacrifice a cars 2 for an inside out or when they sacrifice an inside out for a cars 2 yeah because you know like they it takes them so long to make these movies they can only put so many out and like right now they're kind of in this whole we're sequelizing all of our big movies. You know, like they had Cars 3, and then they had Incredibles 2, and then they got, they're got they about to have Toy Story 4. And I, I think I was I remember reading recently, like, we're, we're done with the sequels for a while. We're going to go back to original stories. Thank God. That would be fantastic. Because even like Coco, which kind of came out and was mostly ignored by I think a that lot of people. It was a good movie. It was so good. That it, was a great movie. That is another one of those movies that just made me so emotional. Yeah. Like my my kid cried. First time I ever saw my kid like cry over that something that wasn't like losing the yeah. Nintendo Switch for like ten minutes. Like something choked him up, and like yeah. which of course sets me off. Uh, chain so, reaction. Chain reaction, man. So yeah, the Pixar yeah, movies are great for that. So that I, that's my justification for putting them above. Like Spider, you have well thought out reasons for like your Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you you know it also makes you emotional, and you have an attachment yeah. to Spider Man that's rooted in you. Like it's part of your DNA. It is a part of me. I don't have that for Spider. I have it for Transformers. Like if something like that would ever happen with like a Transformers property, yeah. I would totally feel the same way. Totally, like it would be right in my top three. What's well, you know, like it was hard for me to like. I almost put Transformers the movie in my top five. And it, it, another was like, well, how can I not put that in there? Because it's also one of the most gorgeous. It was like, it came out during a time when Disney was shit in the 80s. And, you know, like you had your Don Bluth and then you had the Transformers movie, which was, you know, obviously a bomb. 86. So, 80s, yeah, it came out in 86. And it was the last good thing, really, the Transformers franchise property produced, I think, because then the cartoon carried on for like another year or so. But it wasn't the same. And uh, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful music, beautiful anim- like animation. Like cost a ton of money for its time. Lost its ass. Had Stan Bush. It had Stan Bush in it. Stanbush.com. Uh, you got the tug. Reach out, Stan Bush, if you happen yeah. to be listening or watching us. If you check his website, as he recommended when I went and saw, it, there was this interview. He's like, check Stanbush.com. 
So I, I, <laughs> he's keeping it. He's I got the domain. I immediately did. I immediately checked out stanbush.com upon his recommendation. And it let me know he had an album coming out the year before. <laughs> so it hadn't been updated? Yeah. Why so. would you promote your website and you know you haven't updated so like it. I went, I went I think I went into last September because yeah. I was like oh you got a new album coming out in September so oh, September 2017 okay well that was a year ago so <laughs> that's no longer maybe new. you should if you want people to check out your website maybe you should update it although granted no one would expect Stan Bush to have anything come out in the last two decades no. <laughs> this century <laughs> so he's doing really well in that regard uh, but that's all I'm going to say. That's that's all I've got about Inside Out because we got to, you know, move on. Sir, she just rolled her eyes at us. What is her deal? All right, make a show of force. I don't want to have to put the foot down. No, not the foot. Riley, I do not like this new attitude. Oh, I'll show you attitude. Over no, there. no, no, no. Stay happy. What is your problem? Just leave me alone. Sir, reporting high levels of sass. Okay, so since I stole your number <clears throat> one, you have a substitute. Yeah. What's your substitute? Animated Deadpool. movie? Uh, most, mostly just I, I, because I'm, I'm being liberal with it. Uh-huh. Um, in, in, in the segment towards the end when he's fighting Francis, there's one, I think there's a Chicago song playing, and there's like three or four animated little critters that come out. That's my only way of connecting it to the animated universe. Fair enough. So Deadpool. Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. You had to work in Ryan Reynolds. Into this I have Turbo. I, I didn't put the Crudes. Oh, I Turbo like, was good. I like Turbo. Turbo. Turbo's one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Turbo like, surprisingly is, is entertaining. It's a really good movie. It's yeah. just when I was like, I can't fit it in the top I five. Can't put tur- I can't DreamWorks put, can't be in here twice. I can't put Turbo in the top five because there are things that outrank it. But Ryan Reynolds, I will always mention Ryan Reynolds. So should we go ahead and skip on to my number one? Go to your number one. I mean, it's... Is it also Deadpool? <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an There's amazing also... surprise if we both Deadpool. Put... I didn't even like have to put it in there because I didn't have anything else I had it just originally just ready to go no Toy Story is my number one I kind of thought that might be uh, that, that's uh, another one of those like great um, you know not as emotional I think the sequels get way more emotional the third one especially the third one especially and I have a feeling this fourth one's also going to be very tear jerky although I feel like they're kind of hiding that from us uh, everything I've seen in the trailers to this point have been very kind of up upbeat Especially because they have the Key and Peele new characters. Yeah. The, fork, the Sporky. Sporky guy or whatever. He's very kind of silly. And I have a feeling that's going to... It's going to have Tony to be Hale. tear uh, Oh, is that who that is? Tony Hale? Love Tony Hale. Buster Bluth. Buster Bluth. Good stuff. He was also in the Chipmunk, road, the Road Chip. I don't think I saw that one. It's not that bad, actually. I like Chipmunk I, movies. I, okay. I, I don't think... I don't think They're I, okay. I don't I'm think advocating I, for the Chipmunks. <laughs> How many? I don't know how many they made. Uh, like four, four, actually. <laughs> They're highly successful. They always uh, make good money. There will be another one. There will be another one, I'm sure. Jason Lee will be making friggin' chipmunk movies until he's well into his 60s. Which is so funny for me because you know, like when I think about him being like a skateboard punk. Yeah, back he's in Brody. The 90s, and he's bro- yeah, Brody. He'll Bruce always be like, Brody. You know, you know, the stink palm. You know, like, like that's the <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, would you like a chocolate pretzel? That's the guy that's raising the chipmunks. That's Dave. What the heck happened? I know, but he, you He's know, Dave. it's it's a paycheck. It's a good paycheck. Nothing wrong with that. People always diss it. It's like if I could don't do you it, badmouth Jason Lee. If anybody. I could, if I, I could love Jason that, Lee. If I could go make a chipmunks movie and they'd pay me a bunch of money, it's like I would do it tomorrow. Hell's yeah, you would. Don't it's even like, say. Because then I wouldn't have to do anything ever again. Oh, that's great. I, I just got to talk to a tennis ball for the rest of my yeah, life. It's like I can do that and make good money. I do it anyway. Actually. I'm talking to myself most of the time. It's like <laughs> give me a tennis ball. That's at least something else. 
It's something I'm looking at and talking. It's not some just sort me. of object you're staring yeah. into, not just not just the, the abyss of my own head. <laughs> the, like, the middle distance. Yeah. <laughs> there could be something you're looking at. Envisioning myself sitting across from myself, talking back and forth <laughs> to myself. I was like, that's a, talking to a tennis ball might seem crazy. It's but a step up. It's a step up it's for a step me. Up. Ooh, that's a step up. On the, the right same direction. scale. This is something everyone else in the room can see, at least. <laughs> oh, thank God. He's, he's talking to a tennis oh, ball. He's talking to a tennis ball. Okay, well. Used to be nothing. Used to be cantaloupe. It's better than talking to uh, Fairbanks Delacorte. Fairbanks Delacorte. Or Winston Loveless. Winston Loveless. Those are two, two great the hell man like i'm trying to like why can't i place those it's a very 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 obscure reference from the television show trial and error okay okay so like all right you maybe you've told me about that and that's yeah. why it's in, in my crawl not yeah. my crawl i'm not pissed but <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. i'm using my phrases incorrectly again uh, <laughs> um but, but no so but, but toy, toy story but toy what story we, what we were talking Tom, about hey, i mean again it, it's like aladdin what the hell can you say about toy story <clears throat> i love the songs in 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 you know it's 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 randy newman right you have randy newman you got a friend of me Red come on come on come on let's toy story you were one sad strange little man i've seen probably toy story a million times and it i always can watch it, it it's just like the most comforting movie ever and there aren't the highest of stakes, you know, like there's Sid, like that happy child. Like that makes me laugh like every single time when like Sid's cracking up in a crazy way. And then Buzz is like that happy child. I, I, the, I think one of my favorite moments of that entire movie is when he's got, he's got Woody in his hand and he's out in the backyard and he's yeah. going to, he's going to do, and then <clears throat> Woody keeps talking. He's like, oh, this thing's broken. Yeah. And then he goes into his little speech where he's talking directly to him and Sid starts right. losing it. And then he breaks out of his toy form and back into Woody's like, yeah. so play nice. Yeah. Like, that was just a great. It was that nice. Was, I, was, I think that's my favorite moment from the entire movie. It confuses the rules of Toy Story quite yeah. a bit, though. When you're like, whoa, wait, there, there's very clear rules in Toy Story, right? So I guess a toy could break it. As long as you're absolutely certain no one's going to care. No one's going to believe Sid. He's he a became shit. a garbage man. He is a garbage man in three, right? Not not officially, I guess, but it's like the shirt. He's got right? the shirt. He's got the shirt. If you wear the shirt, you must squirt. I don't know. <laughs> I was like thinking of like if the glove fits, you must have quit. <laughs> if you wear the shirt, you must squirt. That's a thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Although there should be like another like uh, 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 there, there has to be another like syllable in there. Like it has to be if you wear the shirt, you must a squirt. <laughs> another... <laughs> it's just making it better. It's just making it better. But, but the best part is like trying to figure out what the squirting is. <laughs> is, it, is it like do you go disgusting like diarrhea? <laughs> Or is it just like a water hose? Like you're just squirting a water hose? <laughs> is that another t-shirt? <laughs> if you wear the shirt, you must squirt. <coughs> oh. Kind of like Italian. Like, you must uh, squirt. If you wear the shirt, you must squirt. I think we just, <laughs> I just keep digging I think we just offended everyone in Italy. <laughs> I'm like, no, but you must do it. You must. You must. Uh, you uh, must squirt. If you wear uh, the shirt. Oh, Linguini. <laughs> 
Uh, Bam, boom, sandwiches. Ah, thank you for saving us, Jerry. Toy Story is my number one. Why is that soldier strapped to an explosive device? That's why Sid. <laughs> sure is a hairy fella. No, no, that's Scud, you idiot. That is Sid. <laughs> you mean that happy child? Let's do some quick honorable mentions, shall we? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> if you let, let's do three honorable mentions, okay? Oh, no, Just no, real no. quick. I'm 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 gonna limit. I'm capping this at three honorable mentions apiece. Then give me your three, because I got. Okay, my honorable mentions. Uh, okay, so my first honorable mention is the Secret of Nim. Uh, Don Bluth's uh, breakout movie and probably his best movie. Great book too. <clears throat> I've never read it. I don't advocate for books all that often, but that's a great book. Kid, kids, go go find the Secret of Nim. It's streaming somewhere. This is Rigsby and the Secret of Nim. Mm. It's so good. Book. It's and it's a very dark movie too. Though. Yeah. Like that. That was kind of the signature of the whole. That was one of Don Bluth's major gripes with the Disney movies, is they were just too sanitized. So he had to like lay down this like level of 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 darkness you, know? you can really see that in rockadoodle <laughs> he backed off of that statement mission statement a little bit uh my second is nightmare before christmas because i love stop motion animation and that's just like it's not the best example because there have been like kubo and the two strings is beautiful but i mean nightmare before christmas i think with the songs just is makes it the best it's it's just it's like cemented in culture yeah yeah, and the corpse corpse bride was like kind of a yeah. spiritual sequel to that, but for me, not as good. And uh, if I have to, my other one, my my next honorable mention, my third and final, will be Kung Fu Panda because uh, it it's kind of like your point with the DreamWorks. I just found it to be so funny. Yeah, Jack Black as an animated panda bear is the perfect. It's a genius. Uh, and I, I really liked how they cast like you know all the other characters Jackie too. Like Chan. Ian McShane is as a uh, uh, I forget the name of the character. The the tiger. Thing, yeah. Like snow tiger. It's like a snow leopard. Yeah, snow leopard. Uh, Jackie Chan. Uh, but but Dustin Hoffman as uh, I can't remember the character either. But another one of those like there's been a lot of sequels. Yeah. And even a like pretty decent show. Yeah. On, I think available on Netflix, maybe. Maybe it could be There's a Nickelodeon, a Nickelodeon show too. Too, Right, DreamWorks had a I think maybe had a deal with Nickelodeon where they were kind of like how Disney would do. They would do like their afternoon version, which is not as you know quality, but just a step down, just a hair down. And if it's not Jack Black, they got a guy that really sounds a lot yeah. like him. So yeah, those are my three honorable mentions: Kung Fu Panda, uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and uh, uh, A Secret in Nim. And Little Mermaid, I'm just going to say Little Mermaid. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I stuck a fourth one in that's there. That's fine. That's fine. Um, let's see. Uh, for my honorable mentions, because I already got to say Turbo. Yeah, yeah. Turbo you, you was kind of snuck in there with Turbo, right? Um, so I like it a lot. It's really good. It's, it was a great movie. Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. They've been in three movies together now. Michael Pena. Yes. Be and great. he's another Marvel guy. He is another Marvel guy. He's Luis from Ant-Man. Yes, love it. I love his scenes the best. Um, I got I got to go um, B movie. Oh, B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. <clears throat> Jerry, I've, interesting. Because uh, I'm I've Seinfeld's my and, guy. Uh, and Matthew Broderick. Yep. Also, um, Seinfeld's my guy. So B I love movie. Seinfeld. Yeah. I was so because I think that was because uh, 
I can't remember if he did. He did Comedian in 2002, which was a documentary. So B-Movie was like the first movie, and it may be the only movie he's ever really done. Because he had, when he was doing stand-up, he said he wasn't going to do movies. And after Seinfeld was over, he said he wasn't going to do movies. Because yeah. he's like, why would I, he you know. He stayed truthful with <clears> that. And so when B-Movie was coming out, I was like, Jerry Seinfeld's in a movie. Even if it's an animated movie, he was like, okay, that's great. So yeah. um, B-Movie, I would have to say, is one of my honorable mentions. Um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, um, just because Bill uh, Hader once again. Yeah. I, I I love I love the comedy in it. I yeah. mean, I, I, we it's watched surprisingly it. good. It is it's a fun story for kids, but it is really genuinely hilarious. I, I always was the opinion that the animation quality was a, a tier below yeah. uh, uh, some of the other like Pixar dreams. Yeah. but but yeah, the 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 voice talent is top notch. Yeah, and uh, if and it was hard because Will Forte is in the sequel, but I think the the mm. first one's better than the sequel. Yeah, um, but I love Will Forte, so they're both enjoyable. <clears throat> Um, and Andy Samberg is in both. Which makes me think of Storks, which was also surprisingly that was, hilarious. That was a really good movie. I did not expect anything out of um, And then uh, I'll, I'll squeeze two in at the same time, Robin Hood and Jungle Book. Um, the old school Disney ones. Robin I love the Robin. Jungle. Yeah. The, when I was thinking Sword of the Stone, I was close to... Yeah. The, the, the visual style of Robin yeah. Hood is just so good. It kind of reminds me of kind of like 101 Dalmatians too, because it's like the exaggerated uh, like lines yeah i feel like and and i love the like uh i don't know the actor but the one who voices blue he's yeah. one of my all-time favorite disney because he did voice little john actors. too he does little john yeah yep. so um i love little john in that and 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 sir hiss and yes. yeah so good that's a good honorable yep. mention okay um uh, so we're i guess we'll move on to the final segment which is what you haven't seen that what what oh yeah <laughs> Another little John. We just went from one little John to another little John. What a segue! What Look a segue! Just like segues. I planned it. Uh, yeah, an intentional. Uh, we not talked. An we had a meeting. We had a meetings. forty-five minute meeting about was, how we were going to do that. There was no coffee cake at that meeting, even though I had requested it specifically four times. But I'm just, just. You got your podcast water for crying yeah, out loud! True. You that's know how true. expensive that is. It's like two dollars for a pallet of fifty. It's, it's flown in. <laughs> It's not Fuji. It's flown in from a very local water source. So what you haven't seen that is one of my favorite segments uh, near Rad Dads because it gives me an excuse to go back and watch a backlog of movies that I just did not even realize I had. I mean, it's it, it's like a hundred deep at this point. And so like I give myself a little homework assignment and uh, uh, that is what we're going to do. We're, uh, so do you want to reveal your first movie? Or your movie, not your first movie. But what are you going to do? Is it going to be a Dustin Hoffman movie? <clears throat> it is not. Okay. Um, it is E.T. I'm going to watch. Oh, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> watch that. No, we know without, you've seen Without e. vomiting. No, that's no. not possible. Um, I am going to watch The French Connection with Gene Hackman. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I, I have never seen it. Um, it is highly regarded as a great cop movie. Um, I purchased it a couple weeks ago. I, hmm. I think it was after the third... Third or third or fourth showing of Endgame that I went to go see, I went and purchased. I found a copy of it and I bought Only it. Only third or fourth showing. <clears throat> I'm up to five now. Okay. Um, I saw uh, your IMAX post. Yes. Um, and uh, I I still haven't taken the boys yet, so I think I have at least one more in in me. Um, Logan but, dug it. He liked it a lot. So yeah. I think I, I wanted to wait till it been out for a few weeks. I, I feel like it's more kid friendly, even even though like there's a very spoilery. 
that we, I guess we won't even say at this point. I want to have a discussion about Endgame soon, but we'll we'll s still squash any spoiler. But it, despite the ending, I feel like it's easier an easier watch for younger kids than Infinity War because Infinity yeah. War ends on such a down note. Whereas yeah. Endgame, yeah, it ends on a down note too. But anyway, well, yeah. I won't go any further than that. A different kind of down note. French Connection is also too like one of those like highly. I, I, I one of the one of the great things about 70s movies, which I think this was in the 70s, right? I think so, yeah. Are the car chase scenes. Yep. It's like the lost art of car chase scenes, which is one of the reasons why I was so excited to see Baby Driver. Because it kind of like brought back brought that practical that back. car, like yep. not just some like CG stuff. Yeah, not Fast and the Furious kind of Yeah, not Too Fast, Too Furious, which is obviously CG'd in many parts. Yeah, actual Poorly. stunts, man. Like dangerous, irresponsible car stunts like dirty harry and bullet yeah and lot, bullet especially yeah long car <laughs> smoky and the bandit like yeah. just car stuff so you know i i haven't seen the french connection either maybe i'll seek it out too just so that i can have a conversation with you about it uh but I, i've seen that car chase a yep. number of times just like youtube clips and award shows and stuff and gene hackman is like mr 70s yeah but during a time when like an ugly man can be a leading man yeah you know, like it really didn't matter. I mean, like you got to be so pretty nowadays. To until be that like, comes back around, I'm just out of luck. <laughs> Never going to be a leading man. Nope. I'm running Char out of time. Character actor is going to yeah. be me. Gene Patton. Hackman looked in his 40s even when he was probably 15. So. Me, Brian Dennehy, and Pat Oswalt. <laughs> Character actors. Up, up at the buffet. <laughs> That's us. So, All right, so what's what's yours? I'm I'm a year. I got your attention. You got have you. I have your ear. Yep. Uh, my what you haven't seen that is the 1984 Tom Hanks comedy Bachelor Party. Ah. Uh, one of those movies that I've a lot of the seminal scenes I've probably seen, but I've never actually seen it. And of course, the Donkey Show, which is what's <laughs> the Clerks Two scene is based off of, basically. Which is amazing. Uh, Kinky Kelly and the Sexy Stud. Kelly can be a boy's name too. Ow. Uh, but no, Tom Hanks, this is, I love this era of Tom Hanks when he's just skinny and wiry and afro hair and just man, like twitchy and, and, and hilarious. Like the, the man with one red shoe. No. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like this came out in between Splash and, you know, it's also uh, like Money Pit, like that Money era. Money great. Yeah, of, of Tom Hanks, like all the way up to the late 80s, like movies like The Burbs. There was a hashtag on Twitter recently on a, uh, what, what was the hashtag? I participate in these very seldomly, but it was, you know, I, I'm not, it's like hashtag, I'm not even sorry. And I made the statement of The Burbs is Tom Hanks's best movie, hashtag, I'm not even sorry, or I'm whatever. Not even sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Bachelor Parties, it's R rated, you know. It's a body. A comedy, a body R-rated Porky's, like because Porky's was big around this time. Yeah. So you know, it's probably. It, I wonder how woke it's gonna be. Not. Not very woke at like... all. But you know, Tom Hanks is like America's dad nowadays. But he, he was very he's much playing Mr. Rogers in the upcoming A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Big another movie from that era of yes. Tom Hanks that I just love. Even Dragnet, I really enjoy Dragnet, even though I think that that's not very fondly remembered by a lot of people. So literally, the man with one red shoe came out right after Bachelor Party. Wow. So oh, and Volunteers. Yeah. So yeah. So right after Splash, same year as Splash. Same year as Splash. 
So Tom, he was he was busy in the mid eighties. Very busy. Very very. I mean, busy. you got three movies in eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight. Oh, Punchline! I you know yeah, Punchline is funny. I like that. He was busy in the eighties. He was getting busy. Yeah. So he wasn't just uh, what was the Bosom Buddies? Yeah, Bosom Buddies. Yeah, Bosom. Him and uh, Peter Scolari. Yeah, Peter Scolari. <laughs> you say so. So yeah, th- those are our what you haven't seen that when we start out the show next time. Yes. Dude, we're like the pillar of consistency here. We are. We've, we've been putting out episodes consistently every two every weeks. Other, every two weeks for you know like a month or so. Now. Yeah, we're like an antibiotic. You take those for two weeks. We fight diseases. Like an That's exactly That's how I want to be like, known as. We fight solution. diseases. Tom uh, Hanks. Tom Hanks. That guy's funny in everything he does. <laughs> you stopped me before I started getting into vaccination. Like everything Tom. that guy says is hilarious. And I, I, I think bachelor party is going to be really funny too. I, I, you know, it's one of those deals where like it hasn't aged because I haven't seen it. So I'm going to see it for the first time. Unlike Revenge of the Nerds, which I don't know if I recorded our tangent on the Revenge of the Nerds. It, we'll see how well it holds up. I don't think he rapes anybody. Except, unless you count a horse. Does a horse get raped in that? I don't think Tom Hanks does it. Tom Hanks' career would have never rebounded if he no. actually raped a horse. Yeah. No, but I think the horse does, like, cocaine or something. It yeah. Way, like, he, yeah, it, it looks hilarious. <coughs> so, yeah, that's. I'm going to talk about Bachelor Party. Have you seen Bachelor Party? Uh, not in a number of... I think I watched that during my blockbuster phase, so that gotcha. would have been, like, 18 years ago. I feel like I'm going to be in for a treat. Yeah. All right, well, that's been our whole entire episode. That's been the whole kit and caboodle, as they say. That is the whole fat, dirty hot dog. Hell yeah. (laughs) I did not. I did not anticipate that going in that direction, but I'm so glad that it did. You would have never saw that coming. Nope. (laughs) Fat, dirty hot dog. Nope, I did not see that coming at all, but I enjoyed it. Damn it, I love Emma Stone. <laughs> Anyways, I've been Ron Avis. I've been uh, Adam, F- uh, <laughs> the other guy on this podcast. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I've been Adam Peterson. Are you Richard Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's another one of our like long-running yes. things. Like You gotta work that. Peter Griffin in. Peter Griffin, you Richard Simmons. It's in. Are you Richard Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, drive home safely, pal. Drive safely, Mitch. We love you. See you next time. (laughs) I remembered on my own. I'm glad you remembered. Forgot. That's because I forgot. No, that's okay. It's been a while. Uh, Two hours and thirty minutes. We're like pretty much right on our average. We're we're back to. We're not crossing that 